Let me, uh... I mean, he started off like this. this You're not going to believe this. They still trying to put a ceiling on our greatness. So we took the fucking ceiling off. off. What you think? They can stop this? No ceilings three. B-sides, nigga. They don't want us to give you no ceilings three. So we giving you no ceilings three. B-side. You B-side. can't put a ceiling on our greatness. So we took the fucking ceiling off. Can I just say that DJ DJ. Khaled is the worst to do in this? Like, DJ Drama. That's not DJ Drama, bro. That's what I felt like. I was like, you trying to copy DJ Drama, bro? (laughs) Let me just stop this before the song even starts. Khaled is not good. Hey, Khaled. (laughs) No feelings three. B-side. Why does he say Lil Wayne? Another one. On <laughs> your head. Datpiff.com. World you gotta premiere. Stop drink Five Jermaine white girls, you. but they're not Spice Girls. Just some hot girls like this not white girl. I'm in an all-black coupe like Dark Knight Girl. These here Jimmy Choo's not off-whites, girl. Five AKs and they pop in sync. Got five little bays and they pop in drink. If it's not bright pink, then it's There's not so white drink. These bright white links with your eyesight. Run through a bag like you two money. New Orleans niggas got buku money. I boo do something. I wish you do something. Look at this shit like the you bunny. Got the private Playing lit in a Bluetooth running. Told you gonna spit like a new tooth coming. Everybody fire like the food boot coming. Whole bunch of zeros like a new bag of funnies. Told you got shadows like Buju Bunter. Bullets that'll shoot through mountains. Talking that shit and I do do brown them. I punish these boys, I ground them. Yeah, these funny ass boys, I clown them. I'm laughing so hard, laugh louder. Yeah, young money so raw, no condom. No teachers, y'all's just tonsils. Fuck everything that they say about me. I done fucked every bad bitch that stands out beach. Money talk, mine just gave a nice speech. Just lay the bitch down like Layla Lee. Sitting in the throne trying to stay in my seat. It cost to be the boss bitch playing my feet. Eat on them, Wayne. Eat on them, nigga. They not paying you no respect, nigga. They not paying you no respect. This is, I, I, look, I know we gonna sh- I shit on Wayne last week. And I'm probably gonna shit on him some more this week. But gotta pay my man. <laughs> also, pay that nigga Big Sean some respect, too. Because let's. You're not going to have a nice bottom fucker with my chains on. She melt the ice out of them. Superstar shit smelling like roses. Superstar dick spread it like COVID. Flag red as fuck, but I'm golden. Casket lid was up and night closed. No I'm COVID dead as hell and I'm Satan. Thousand bullet shells that I'm blatant. No, no ceiling sheets. Stargazing dead president reincarnated. Tyler Hero working on my jump. I need a Shiro fucking Wonder Woman. No ceiling. Third time's a charm, nigga. I don't fuck with you like Big Sean. Fuck with Tunio Tomb and carved in stone. Just like statues of me when I'm gone. Artists see artillery get drawn. Boy, I goes in like I'll say was a storm. Upgraded, this ain't need my final form. Can't say you ain't been warned. You ain't known what I've been on. I live and breathe and die by this. Down life shit, it just don't sit on my charm. Take my kindness for weakness, then you're not strong. Whole city in my room when I'm gone. When I was down bad, I didn't complain. I was at the bottom right where I belong. If you don't climb to the top, you're not as strong. Weezy, that's my twin, but we both 101. I can teach you how to get it 101. When you ball like this, ho, it's not a game, but I'm going to Big Sean, man, they came to eat. Give them niggas they props, man. They ate. What is that up, shit man? Hard. That shit was hard. But okay, was it the beat? I don't know if it was the beat or not. That beat is they, fire, bro. Yeah, that beat is that, that beat fire, is dope. The beat hard, but they was actually running that shit. I'm that's what I, that's what I thought. Okay, okay, Doom. I thought I was tripping. Nah, they, 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 they ain't tripping. on that beat, but that beat is fire. I'm not gonna shit on whoever made the beat. The beat that's Jack. That's that's Harlow shit, man. Jack, shout out to Jack Harlow, man. That's that Tyler Hero. That shit. That shit is hard. But welcome to another Bros Who Think podcast. This is episode 174. My name is Lennon Burn, aka Young Boy D. It's aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. Make some noise for yourself. Joining us again, once again, back again from the beat. Not a tumultuous week this week, ladies and gentlemen. 
a relaxing a calming week. Some shit happened, not a lot of shit happened. How are my brothers doing this week? I'll start off with Doom at the bottom. Doom, how are you doing over there, my brother? Man, you know, I'm I'm good. We took a L today. My mm. nigga, the Saints started. Didn't I tell you? We... Didn't I tell you? It's, it's Didn't tough. I tell you? It's Didn't tough. I tell you? I'm gonna See, keep saying it like that. What's what's crazy though is I feel like you about to make an excuse. What, what excuse? Saints, the, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Saints fans do this. They make excuses nah. after every fucking loss, it, it, nah. but we don't acknowledge the fucking problem. Drew Brees is trash, my it's nigga. It's not Drew, my nigga. Oh, it's, nigga. Not, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> nigga, everybody, everybody the on the field except Emmanuel Sanders was practice squad receivers. We had like three receptions from all receivers. It's hard to beat the Chiefs like that, bro. It is hard to beat the Chiefs, period. It's hard to beat the Chiefs yeah, when your right. quarterback not throwing the ball. He he, he was he's definitely gonna be he gonna he be in the hot tub. He gonna be he gonna be so tomorrow. That fifty one yard pass broke broke probably three more. That shit hurt, bro. I, yo, when I seen that shit, I was I was gripping my side. I'm like, oh, this nigga tripping. Play Jameis, you cowards. Play. Jameis, nah, fucking coward. You, you got a little bit of juice left in him. Man. You don't have no oh, juice. Don't, bro. The juice is do, when he got hit two. When he got hit three, four weeks ago, all the juice spilled out on the field. How you ain't seen that part? I seen every that week. Too many times. I'm telling you, Saints fans just don't want to acknowledge it, bro. Every week, the juice is gone, they come, bro. They come with another excuse, and I'm a Saints fan, but I am part of the minority that is 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 on the bandwagon of get Drew the fuck up out of here. It's and time. Was, was that this past year that we had one of the good quarterback drafts? Was that last year? Yeah, that was, was that like, was these two ah, years. That, that was a couple, nigga, we, don't even get me started. We could have had Patrick Mahomes instead of Marshawn Lattimore. That's a fact. That's a fact. We, we nah, would have traded up. We could have got that nigga, crazy. but we took Lattimore. That's a fact. Y'all go, y'all go argue with your mamas about that, but we're going to talk more Saints in a little bit later. But them niggas is trash. First round. I gotta hold on for look, the I-10 report. Look, Come on, a little bit later. On, look, look, <laughs> I'm just saying we might make the Super Bowl. We might, but we losing. No matter what, we losing. Like, I don't you think the NFC crazy, got it. I don't think the NFC got anything to fuck with us. I really don't. Like Seattle defense is fucking to do. And I and, and that's saying something against our broke ass quarterback, Drew Brees. I think his broke ass could score in Seattle. The Rams, Jared Goff is ass. Uh, who else they got? Washington? Ass. I think, I think the Seahawks with the the only issue would be is if it got it to a point where it was a shootout and Drew had to keep matching him. I think we could stop Russ one time though. I think I think y'all could stop him. But I my think issue stop is Russ once. how long does the defense have to be on the field that day? I think it'll come down to how long the defense has to be on the field and save Breeze's ass. Because it'll be like the painting thing where you know. Yeah. Defense, wait, wait, dude, you think you think the Seahawks better than us? Nah, you think I'm the Seahawks? Saying, y'all, y'all talking like we would had to get in a shootout with these niggas. Like we ain't got the best defense in the no, league. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if the I, defense I, I, no, but I'm saying we could we could I stop. They, I think we could like stop them. I know we could stop them niggas. <laughs> but see, I don't know. We holding them to 21 or less. But let me tell you the difference with them than, than KC. I don't know if our corners can rock with them boys. Tyler Lockett and Metcalf. Come on, bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I ain't want to move it up the field. Who's stopping Metcalf? I don't know. Please tell me. And it's not like they could, like, we could physicality uh, Tyreek a little bit. You're not pushing Metcalf. That's what I'm saying, bro. Terminator. Yeah. Metcalf walk up and say, what's up, Lattimore, you bitch? Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. I think we could beat the Seahawks. The Packers, I have no faith in. 
Yeah. No. And like, so I'm thinking we're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but we can our ass bust. Whether it's KC or Buffalo, they busting our up, ass. We meet up with KC again with our receivers, and it's up yeah. though. KC busting our ass, bro. Pat didn't even go Super Saiyan on niggas, bro. Pat didn't even Pat didn't even turn up on people, bro. Like Pat was Pat was Pat did something light today. That's light, Pat. Oh, he, nah, he, was up with the, uh, he was balling, bro. I that feel like that was light work. Shit. Yeah, I don't feel he like was that was balling. him. He been, I seen him ball a couple of times this year, but I feel like he hasn't even had he, to really like. That's what I'm saying. He have to. This, he have to. He have to get to that point yet. Like we ain't see Pat at the back of the wall. Like let's go. Right. I gotta. I gotta do the thing. So that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I don't think we got KC, and I don't think we got Josh Allen in Buffalo. Josh Allen throwing the fuck out that I, ball, bro. I think Josh is. That would uh, be a crazy a, That's a scary too. sight right now. Josh Allen is a scary. I don't sight. think nobody want to see Josh Allen. Yeah, nobody do it. Not in the playoffs. What? Fuck that, bro. <laughs> Except Pat. Pat the only one. And that's the thing. We can't get in a shootout with KC, man. We can't. That's the problem. Neither one of them teams. You don't want to get a shootout with none of them. We can with our receivers bro. back. So you think Drew just dumping it to them boys gonna do something? He said all them screens is touchdown, bro. bro I'm telling you. He said you, all them flats. All them curl routes? Bro, these was niggas Jeez. that wasn't even getting reps in practice, bro. Playing. I know what you're saying. I, like, I know bro, that's the excuse right I now. I've seen Tom Brady do it too many times with niggas who wasn't getting reps Man. That's in practice, bro. That's Come on fact, now. Bro. Old sleepy ass Tom and his ass barely beating the Falcons, this, nigga. And this is this is a prime example of when the juice is up, bro. Yeah, it's over it, with. They, you know, it's crazy. These niggas watch Peyton lose the juice on the field, and they both doing the same fucking. Then that nigga need to hang it up. I, I look. But I'm no, just saying no, no, this. No, 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 no. I think I think y'all missing what I'm saying. I feel like it's obvious Drew taking steps back from what he was. Well, yeah, yeah. But Drew at forty percent is still better than ninety percent of the league. Oh, I don't. You know, know what I'm saying? That. Like he he nice, bro. I don't know about that, Doom. He's still that's better than most of these right Doom, I don't I'm know about you. that, bro. Like, I'm, I'm taking... All right, all right, all right. We're going we're gonna to run... This, this, I promise you, ladies, if, you, if y'all listen to this, we only, we gonna, I'm going to get through this real fast. I'm about to name every quarterback I think better than Drew right now. Real quick. Aaron, Pat, Russ, Lamar, Josh, Kyler, uh, Matt Stafford, oh, now you Tua... Can. I'm I'm serious. What are we talking about? <laughs> you said Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, Stafford never had a good line, bro. Yeah, Matt, Matt is Stafford a baller, is a baller, bro. Yeah, Yo, low key, baller, bro. Yeah. low key. They say Matt Stafford might be a free agent. We trying to pick him up, and I guarantee you, if we get Matt yeah, Stafford, Matt, it's Matt over with, Detroit, nigga. It it's over mind. with, nigga. If we had Matt Stafford, Super Bowl team, guaranteed, a, nigga. Problem, guaranteed, because that nigga could throw it like Pat. He just never had a team. He never had a oh, line, bro. Yeah. He was always on his back, nah, bro. That's, so right now we got two or seven. I got two of Tango Velo over that nigga, too. Who else that's we got? Crazy. That's crazy. That's All right, fine. I'm not going to say two. Justin no, Herbert. I'm going to take you Justin right, Herbert. You right. Derek Carr. All those niggas, all those niggas you name it might be more athletic and talented than Drew Brees at the current stage of his career. But... The way Drew Mine is on the floor, I know you was gonna say that shit. That's bro. I knew he was gonna I'm say saying that. This shit. nigga is is a fuck goat for a reason, bro. He is literally the best to ever do it, my nigga. He's not the best and to he's ever still do that it. nigga. He's still that nigga. He's not the, the, the best to ever do it. The record books tell me he is. The record books tell me he is. You think he's the best to ever do it? The record books tell me that he is. The record books tell me it's Tom. Oh, that's cap. 
What you mean that's cap? The rings, the rings tell you it's time. That's the record books. That's that's why both of them old niggas still playing because time trying to catch them up. Now, uh, and look, and if we being honest, Aaron Rodgers ten times better than that nigga Drew. What's up, nigga? What's he, up, he, nigga? He better throwing a deep ball. He got strong. He better be better overall. What's wrong yeah, with this nigga? I don't know. I don't know. Man, what you talking man. about? He got a strong bro, don't talk about arm. that man in Wisconsin like that, man. Aaron don't talk about that bad man, bro. I, I listened to Aaron Rodgers' debate, though. But, like, when you started getting the two and all them niggas, like, come uh, on. Uh, uh, all right, all right. We're going to leave this alone. We're done with this. Because I told y'all, <laughs> Saints fans always got an excuse. All right, so... Each week, last week, people fucked with that little airport conversation we had. So I thought of something else that's grinding my gears that was that should just change society. And I'm going with this. All people 75 and older take away the license. Take it away, nigga. 75, that's nice, nigga. All right, 65, take away the license, nigga. 60? I think at 55, you oh, need to take a test over. If you fail, right. you can't drive. Yeah. I'm with that. You can take a test at 55. I'm with that. But I think at 65, it should just go. At 60, just yeah, yeah. at 55, get rid of it. Well, but, nah, I'm, I don't know if I'm rolling, because I know some old niggas that still be swinging. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, what, what about 70? I, 70, let I, it go. I, I do think they should have to take a test. Like, when you hit 60... It's time to like your shit should expire and you gotta go retake the test. Right, that's what I think too. For sure, you gotta re you gotta retest some skills, big dog. Bro, I guarantee I, a lot of them niggas wouldn't pass. Yeah, a lot of them, bro. They can't drive, bro. Old people cannot drive, and I don't know why they get on their phones. It's just a hazard. It's a hazard, bro. A scary sight, old man on his phone in traffic. Fuck that, bro. It's a hazard. That's wild. Bro. I was on my. Oh. I was on. Bro, I was on Settlers. Them trace. niggas can't do either one without the other. I was on <laughs> Settlers. The phone without the car, and they can't drive without the phone. They the nigga had the phone car. up here, bro. Like he trying to look. He got the phone in front of his face up here, like he could fucking see. And bro, nigga swerving. I'm like honking at, like get the over, fuck. Bro. I'll do, and that's what I had to do. That's and then when I'm he saying. then when he swayed up, I came. I said, "Get your old fucking ass out, bro." I have, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have bad road rage. Like I have real bad road rage. Like I will curse out your grandmother. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out the road, bitch. <laughs> like, I have terrible, terrible, oh, terrible road rage. Like it is bad. And like I can't deal with that, bro. Don't don't I because I'm a defensive driver. I drive well. Don't come in my fucking lane. Don't try to cut me off. If you in the left lane driving slow, get the fuck on the right side. It's for passing only for niggas trying to speed. Like I abide the rules of the road. These old fucks. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. And I'm not going to say my sexist comment, but I already told my girl that. She know what it is. She know what time it is. Because they got some bad drivers in this world. That's all I'm going to say. That's a fact. And and they're terrible. (laughs) Fucking fucking the worst. And them them old niggas is bad. I hate when it's like, you want, like, because when you get on the I-15 out here, bro, and you start getting around, like, Las Vegas, (laughs) like, on the strip and shit, like. Is it six lanes? Yeah, bro, like, we we talking, like, you know, how you see on TV in L.A. where niggas is bumper to bumper, mad lanes and shit, and it drive me, bro, when it's some <laughs> old nigga that just don't know what they doing. They switching lanes, mad close, not even looking. I'm just like, bro, come on. Y'all gonna cause, y'all gonna kill somebody. It's a wreck, bro. Yeah. And the last the thing you need is a fucking accident, bro. One accident on the 15 when you niggas it. trying to get to work. Probably block over, everything. Bro. Yeah, man. Everybody ain't going to work. Fucked up. Get these old people the fuck out of here. Get y'all out the, get y'all off the road. 
Take a test, because you niggas can't drive. Y'all suck. Y'all grind my gears. That's what's grinding my gears this week. Get them off the fucking road. That's, that's what I got this week. I'm going to see what grinds my gears coming next week. If y'all think of something, y'all let us know what's grinding your gears. Or if you out there, the listener, got something that's grinding your gears that you want us to talk about, tweet at us or go to www.broswhothink.com on the homepage, scroll all the way down, fill out the sheet, let us know. And we're going to answer what's grinding your gears. But man, old people, get the fuck off the road. All right, I got I to gotta be honest. I went back and listened to Man on the Moon 3. Uh, it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, like I fucked with it. Like uh, that's why we let you rock. We let you rock, bro. Cause I was like vacation vibes. That's not vacation vibes. It was not. So it was like, not. Yeah, I can't. I, let him and look, it. look. I know Chris was talking shit on the trippy song. I fuck with the trippy song. Kit Cuddy killed it. I fucked with photo kids. I uh, fucked with uh sad people. I fucked with Mr. Solo Dolo three. I didn't fuck with the Pop Smoke Skepta song. I thought that shit was trash. I didn't like that one. Yeah, I didn't I like fucked with Tequila Shots, Another Day, She Knows This, Ooh, yeah. Drive, and then like Damage Heaven on Earth was, that's, that's the section where I'm like, uh. But after Skepta, Pop Smoke, it's, it's, it, it ride. I'm not going to even lie. Cuddy did his thing. Cuddy did his thing. Some of the songs get very, are very similar and repetitive after a while. Right. But the ones that stand out, stand out. I got to give him his props. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, so I'm a fan. Dude, what you would I feel I feel like you pontificating some over there, man, about cutting. I mean, it like it was a good album. Like I could see how niggas is maybe not liking it. expectations. Yeah. Right. But all the shit that when niggas was like, oh, this shit is trash. Like I was for real shocked. Like, you know what I'm saying? That might be too much. See, yeah, calling it trash is too much. I even think calling it mid is too much. I think it's just good. Like I think yeah. it's quality music, like you may it may not be what you thought it was gonna be, but it's not bad. It's right. nowhere near yeah. bad. I think if he titled it anything other than Man on the Moon Three, mm. niggas would have liked it. You might I have think a that's point. A fact. I you think might that's have a, a point. Fact. If they if he, if you didn't name it, it like didn't hold up to the Man on the Moon brand, you know what no, I mean? No, not at all. Like not Man on the Moon One and Two was like classic, and that's what they were comparing it to. Yeah. So, and this yeah. wasn't a classic type project, that's but it was fact. good. Like I fucked with it. See, this is why he sh- he should have used one of them other names where he named one of them rock albums. Like, one of them other things, if he'd have threw in a different name, I'm with you, Doom. They might have said this was, like, one of the best albums of the year. But the fact that we're comparing it to the other series, yeah, that's a problem. Oh. That's a problem. Bro, wait. Doom told me something this week that blew my mind. And we have to pull out the sound effects for this guy. Yes, bro. Like, like wait, I just got to say, like, wait. Bruh. Like, what? Wait, 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 wait. I gotta make sure y'all heard that. Bruh. Bruh. Like, nigga, what? Wait. What? Doom, 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 doom. You told me that Lil Wayne sold his masters and Young Money's masters for a hundred million dollars? A hundred million, bro. Wholesale, wholesale. Yeah, that's me. I, I guarantee you that fucking catalog is worth way more. I'm giving you half a bill, bro. Half so, a okay, bill. So when they say Young Money Catalog, what do they mean? So do they... Let, me, let me let me read this from for you. This this right off of Revolt.tv. Alright. Nigga said, Lil Wayne made headlines last week when it was announced that he sold his masters for 100 million back in June. But new reports claim he gave away more than the rights to his music. According to Music Business Worldwide, a pending lawsuit reveals that the No Ceiling Rapper Settlement also sold Young Money's entire catalog to Universal Music Group. 
So that's the entire YM catalog but, along oh, with I, I no know what that, I So that means what that means, I know for sure what that means is that's Nikki's first two albums or first three albums. That's that's Drake's first three albums, I believe. No, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. wait Any wait. anything released under that YMCMB umbrella? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And, and Drake see, I only this just was... recently got off that shit. Recently. Like maybe... I thought that was the collab albums. I thought... <laughs> no, nigga. No, no, nigga. no, no. The collab no, albums no. don't mean this nothing. Is... Bad Rock, that's not worth $100 million. That shit, Come man, on now. That shit ain't worth... That, them money... niggas, Universal wasn't trying to get the Young Money collab. They wasn't trying to get the Bad Rock, nigga. They don't want that, nigga. <laughs> this, I mean, this they probably nigga... got it, but they didn't want wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm about to look up albums under Young Money Entertainment. Hold on. Let's see. Bro, and that's that's crazy because I don't think I think maybe Drake past three or four albums have been outside of YM. Nah, so I think everything... only one or two. <laughs> For real? That's I think crazy. I think the joint with him on the on the uh on Oh my gosh. You know what's the one with him on top oh of the Oh my gosh. Wait. Oh my gosh. Wholesale, wholesale, yeah. That's wait, it. wait, 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 wait. This nigga sold. Okay, so he sold We Are Young Money. That's the one I yep. thought. That's the that's one the I thought. Bedrock, yeah. Bedrock, uh, Miss yeah. <laughs> Carter. I mean, Miss uh-huh. Parker. That was my shit. But let's get to the real. So on this is the Carter Three. Right. So far gone. Right. We Are Young Money. Yep. Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Thank Me Later. Yep. I'm Not a Human Being. That's Pink right. Friday, which yep. is. That's her debut. That's Three times platinum. Right. Then we got the Carter Four, and then this is where shit just gets ugly. This want to get crazy, bro. This is Hit where shit gets Hit nuts, me with it, bro. Take care, four times platinum. Tiger, careless, gold. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday, Romans Reloaded, two times platinum. Mm-hmm. Tiger, Hotel California, PJ Morton, New Orleans, Rich Gang, the Rich Gang album. Nothing was the same. Young mm-hmm. Money, Rise of an Empire, the Pink Print. If you're reading this, is too late. Oh, fan, yep. fan of a fan, the album. What a time Man. to be alive. Yep. News. <laughs> what a time was under. Oh my. What a time wow. to be alive. Views. Scorpion. And that's it. I didn't know Scorpion was. I thought Views was the last one he had to do for them. I didn't know Scorpion was under there too. That Damn. is nuts, bro. <laughs> but you see, the just, thing was... Just the Drake shit by itself would have been 100 mil. Birdman. You throw, in you throw in, like, all that shit, bro. That nigga's stupid, bro. I could see I could see Drake saying, like, yeah, I'll give you two, three of my albums, 100 mil. That would have been, like, all right, still wild, but I could see that. But then you throw in everything it's else. everything, bro. You know what that was for? That was for if I sell it, then, then Birdman can't touch it. Oh. But now you can't touch it, nigga. I so what the fuck? Like that. I really hope it was something like it that. It has to be something with Birdman Bro. because I can't see what Bro. good does that do for you a if you sell it. A hundred mil? A hundred Nigga, that's wholesale, nigga. A hundred mil? Wholesale, wholesale. Take care nothing was the same as more than a hundred mil. I'm sorry. Wholesale, wholesale. And then you care by itself is a hundred mil. And then when you throw Pink Friday and then Pink uh, Friday, the, bro. the pink print, nigga. And then fit all them tiger bro, shits. I'm I'm actually curious, like, what is the most streamed album, and how close Take Care is to oh, that? Oh, let we go. I'll, I'll Google this right now. I'm pretty sure it's a Drake album. It has to be a Drake album. Most bro. streamed album. And I feel like I feel like if if we being honest, I feel like Pink Friday and and uh, and Take Care probably in the top ten, bro. Like, if not the top yeah. twenty, like that's scary shit, bro. Shit, the, the car best, four the, probably in there. 
the best selling of all times by re-ranked streaming stats. And uh, I guess I guess that'll give us something. I don't believe this list. <laughs> I don't. They don't even have Drake nowhere near this. I don't believe this list. When you, when you read the title, I already knew it was gonna be some funky shit. It was gonna be the Beatles and shit. Hold on. But if you're reading well, this, I mean, because those stats might take a little research to find, but 2019, Drake was the most streamed artist. Right. I could give you the list of and the most streamed songs on Spotify. Are contributing to that. I can I'm give you that. There's there's niggas that's not even nowhere near as streamable as these niggas that are selling for in that same ballpark. Well, look, bro, we we talking just, Nicki, Drake, and 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 Wayne. Wayne just Wayne just sold on spot on the the hundred most the list of the hundred most streamed songs on Spotify. Wayne just sold two albums that has w- number four, number eleven, number. Hold on. And then like a bunch of thirties in in forties, yeah. Nah, this nigga crazy, bro. This nigga's out of his mind. That Why was there he... was something that pushed him to that. Something happened. Jail. I don't. I don't think it was that though. You don't think it was jail? Because the 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 way I the way I see it at least is like, if you Wayne right, and mm-hmm. jail was this thing that was you know you thought was gonna break you financially. The one secure thing he had was the master. At least my royalties will pay me forever. True. You know what I mean? And then you sell the royalties. Now what the fuck you got? Like something else happened, bro. Because I'm saying like, you got to look at niggas like, like Joe Button is still getting huge ass checks off of Pump It Up. And that was early 2000s, my nigga. Yeah, no, you, I know. 50, and I he know for a fact niggas is going to take care and the car to three and all this shit way more than pump it up. And think about you how much time the motto and started from the bottom are in movies. That's what I'm saying. And TV bro. shows. And, and how many more movies in the future is going to have them shits in there. That's a fact. Yeah, we, I talking don't... About, we talking about three of the most biggest names in hip hop history. Like when I'm, I'm looking at not even, we ain't even talking about like who just hot in the game right now. I'm talking about of all time, no, for sure. Rap, all time, forever since the beginning of rap. Arguably the biggest. That's the female artist of all time. Arguably the biggest. Still, I I think she is too. Arguably the biggest rapper of all time, and then all like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get a hundred mil. That don't make sense. That that makes no sense to me. That makes absolutely no 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 sense. And I was about to come in here, just shout out No Ceilings 3, B-side. It was hard, but like, I can't, I can't champion that if you selling everything for 100 mil. Wholesale, wholesale. Bro, 100 mil? <laughs> that makes no sense. That makes no sense, bro. Especially when, when I look at like, how much niggas with way less valuable catalogs are, getting are money. selling they shit for. Right. <laughs> the, dream, the, the dream got 100 mil. Bro, that's that what I was about be, to say. I was like, that that's, a, he, that's my dog. Don't get me. When when the dream was hitting, he was hitting, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when he was on top, he was chorusing it up for a lot of niggas. I was a fan. Like, he got 100 mil. Yeah, if he got so 100 Wayne, mil, Wayne should have got more than 100 come mil. Come on, nigga. Fuck is you for doing? Young Money catalog, nigga? That's way better than the dream catalog. Like, what right. are you talking about? You talking about <laughs> falsetto, nigga? You talking about No man. ID got 100 mil. Like, what, what are we talking? Why is everybody just getting 100 mil? Like, this yeah. nigga should have got... 500 mil minimum. I'm That's saying, what I'm minimum. saying, bro. That's what I said. I said he should have got half a bill at least, bro. He should have half a billy at least, bro. Like that's and, I, and, and some and some people would argue maybe he should have got a billy. He probably should have, bro. Like 
Honestly, bro, if I'm thinking about my high school years, Wayne, Drake, and Nicki was like the 96 Bulls, nigga. Like, that's what you just said. That's what you just said. The three-headed monster is crazy. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a bad look. Bad look. 100 mil? 100 mil? Yeah, Oof. man. Wayne just got, wait. <laughs> Wayne just got. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my <laughs> goddamn money. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Universal said, give me my fucking coins, nigga. Get, get the fuck out of my face. I'm about to make double what you making, nigga. Oh, man. All right. Well, speaking on music, how you feel about Snoop saying Eminem is not in his top 10? And then on top of that, Eminem on his most recent song said, I've had a great view of the game and Drake, they're going to turn on you one day. The more you win, the sooner they do, they're going to be calling you a trash bin, saying that your new one isn't better than your last one. And even it is, once they turn their backs, they ain't never coming back in. They did it to Chance. <laughs> Chance is trash, bro. Chance got so Why Eminem exactly said that, thing. bro? The same thing. You know what's funny? I get what he's saying about Eminem, though. I mean, what he's saying about Chance, because Eminem was the same way. He got sober and we stopped fucking with him. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get the chance comparison because he got sober and we stopped fucking with him. He just and threw Drake, with the white boys. He just threw Drake under the bus and then threw Chance a straight shot. Like, like. I think he wrong about Drake, though. Yeah, he no, wrong. He, he's 100% wrong about Drake because Drake's music isn't based off of him being a fucking addict. <laughs> yeah. That's not funny. I shouldn't laugh at that. That's not funny. It's the truth, though. Like, <laughs> that is true. It's clean. That is true. These niggas is whack now. Drake's music is clean. doesn't. It's whack. Drake's music doesn't determine upon whether or not you're right. sad or not. Like, that's a fact. And, like, Drake doesn't make one album that you can only listen to in a certain moods of your life. Like, he got multiple styles of music. And not, right. not only that, though, I think Drake music has a hundred times more replayability than M shit. Oh, for sure. Like, That's a fact. Like, nigga, I'm still listening to So Far Gone in 2020. And it's we, still hit. Would you, know would you ever turn on the Marshall Mathers LP? Fuck no. Ain't nobody <laughs> going back listening to my band and D12 and shit. I ain't listening to that shit, nigga. Like, the he show. made music that was like, he was cold, bro. I get yeah. that. M, M, like, nobody saying that he just trash. It's just, nigga, you made it past your window. Your you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a fact. Especially, especially when his whole career was like, I feel like his music was edgy and trendy and when you reach a certain age it's no longer edgy and trendy you're not a trendy nigga no more you old bro yeah you know what i'm saying you're not representing the downtrodden community that's like the emo kids like now you gotta talk to like grown-ass men and you and he hasn't accomplished that feature yet he'll never do that bro that's hard that's some hard shit to do yeah how you supposed to rap about your boss riding you because they want some reports done by oh, Wednesday, and you ain't got them done by Friday. Like, come on now, most of the niggas that he was listening to him, they got corporate jobs now. It's different with Jay. No. There's a lot of these niggas around here. I love them niggas. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of niggas that's still on the block. Yeah, true. A lot of niggas still on the block. Them white boys are not the same, bro. They're not still on the block. That's but a I fact. still cutting their wrists. I'm sorry, him. No. They grew and, if up. They, and if they did, they did. Right, they grew up, bro. <laughs> They got out of that phase, bro. That's fucked up, man. It's I true, but it's true. Yeah, but it's, it's true, though. But uh, they're not yeah. sending no corporate offices with like cuts on their wrists. Come yeah, on, they now. can't. They can't do that. Yeah. Uh, right. How, how do you feel about Snoop saying he's not in his top ten? I respect it. Snoop grew up in yeah, the I, golden age of hip hop, bro. I'm not mad at yeah. that. And, and when you listen to why he he explained why he wasn't in his top ten, it's just like, bro, 
Snoop was naming all the the goat Goats, like bro. four yeah. OG type niggas. Like I could see if he was like, yo, my top ten is Lil Uzi and, and these <laughs> niggas. Like it'll be. That, then that he, would be he always doing. He always got to do Uzi in bro. That's not even a shot at Uzi. Uzi nah, it was the face of like new niggas. Y'all know what I mean when I say Uzi, like those type niggas. But nigga, you can't you can't be mad like, oh, you gonna put KRS one above me? Yeah. Like Eminem, shut the fuck up, bro. Come on, man. Right. Niggas just don't fuck with you like that no more. Can I man. be honest though? It, I think it might be a little disrespectful to say uh, KRS one is above is 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 above. I think it Eminem. is too. I think yeah, it might be a little and, and, and it might be. It might be, but you got to understand, like, oh, Snoop when, grew Snoop, up in that era, yeah. when Snoop was a kid, that's what made him. That's true. what he was listening to. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's very and, and true. One thing, bro, you oh. can't never tell a nigga, like, yeah. how his everything. opinion should be shaped. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can't... You can't take away from why he feel like how he feel. Like if yeah. he's not in, in his personal top 10, nigga, you just not in his personal top 10. That don't take away from nothing you did. That's true. You know what I'm saying that's that man's right. opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, at least. No, I'm with you on that. Cause you right, Snoop is from like a different era. So it's like, all right, well maybe, maybe at that point then like, you know, we could see, I could see why it could be like that, you know? Yeah. Cause like that's that's his that's his it's who he grew up on in his list. Eminem was around when Snoop was like platinum records. Like Snoop was already out of here. Like Snoop was out there. Like I don't think Snoop was sitting there jamming Eminem music. Nah, he definitely wasn't. Yeah, that's a fact. But I can I see think, why Eminem feel the a type of way though, being that they're in the same clique, kind of. Yeah, I, I think the only reason he would have to feel played is he he talked about how he felt like. Mm. The Dr. Dre was, made him, yeah. Yeah. Like and he wouldn't have made like, it without all right, Dre. My nigga. All right. That's you you could have left that part out. But <laughs> is he right though? He said. I think so. Because it's still fucked up to say it. Without Dr. Dre, does Eminem get on? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It because it it like who else is taking a chance on him? Because Fat Joe said he wasn't signing him. And he and M got to Fat Joe. And like, imagine all the other people. I mean, I guess somebody would have took a chance on him, but I don't know if it would have sounded like that. It might have been more yeah. poppy. Nah, because you got to think a lot of M early shit was on Dre production. That's what I'm saying. No, and, that's what I'm and, saying. And Dre is, you know, nobody will argue that he's one of the greatest producers to ever live. Facts. And that definitely boosts your shit up. Because I'm, I'm saying, saying, like, imagine if Dre doesn't get him, like, what if like Atlantic like wants, ooh, we want the white rapper and they start giving him like vanilla ice type beats and shit like that's what I'm he saying. Like, work, yeah, he, he not gonna work. He, he I think he'd be he different. Work. If Dre doesn't get him, Eminem's different. He's a yeah. different artist. He not doing, he not putting Stan out. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah. So no, yeah, you gotta without Dre, he ain't, hey, hey, without Dre, he ain't shit. Oh, look at him. He like, he look, like, I'm coming wow. crazy, coming hot, bro. Him without Dre is like YG without DJ Mustard. Yeah, That's shit. A fact. That's a fact. It might be worse. Shit, cuz. It might be worse because at least YG gave us fuck Donald Trump. Right. I don't know. I don't know what him giving us without Dre. Well, actually, we do. All these, all these uh most recent albums, they're not really that good. So you know, <laughs> I digress. But I just wanted to show, shout out to Snoop. Uh, Doom, what's up with your man's Kyrie, bro? I don't know. What that nigga, <laughs> he burned his sage, nigga. Wait, that's that nigga. and look. Let me give it. Let me. Let me give. All right. So, 
That's his culture. Bad vibes. That's his Native American culture, <laughs> bro. Said, you niggas giving me bad vibes. He said, I gotta burn nigga, the stage out of the locker room. He said, I know for sure it's some demon motherfuckers <laughs> in this building. We gotta get this shit right, bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, shit. The nigga Kyrie said, uh-uh, y'all gotta, we gotta clear the demons out of body. <laughs> y'all got bad vibes, bro. Bad <laughs> vibes in Brooklyn, bro. This shit is not kosher, cuz. How, how fed up do you think? Uh, when do you think KD gonna be like, nigga, enough is enough? <laughs> it's gonna be a long time because he put up with Russell's bullshit for a long time. Yeah. I don't know if Russ was this bad. I don't know if Russ was this bad. Russ no, was I think I, I think Russ was more of an on-court issue. This yeah. is an off-the-court issue. <laughs> Kyrie yeah. Ball on the court. His issue is off the court. He be doing weird shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what I was about to say. I think KD balling point is going to be whenever the on-court shit starts. Start affecting. Off the court energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when it's going to be a problem. Because <laughs> right now it's cool. KD going to get that nigga. KD going to ship that nigga the fuck up out of there. <laughs> nigga, Kyrie need to chill, bro. He going to be like, he going to be the next Chinese star if he don't stop. Because oh, media, look at you. You put him on no, stuff no, no, no. up. Kyrie not going to play in China. Thing, Kyrie just going to chill is, at home. <laughs> the thing is, the media, the NBA, you know, they had they got the media contract where he supposed to talk to the media and he don't be doing it. Well, he doing it now because they charge his ass twenty five thousand. He tired of that's the my point. Is that they gonna keep <laughs> fucking with him? And eventually, nobody gonna be like, listen, bro. Nobody trying to take that L for you because you don't want to answer a few reporter questions. Take your ass to China where you don't gotta answer no questions because you don't speak their language. How about that? Kyrie, not go, Kyrie just gonna go home, bro. I'm telling you. Once Kyrie, you said, his crib, you're right. he's just gonna be chilling. <laughs> but that's his. I'm not gonna even make fun of him for the same shit because that's his Native American culture. But I just thought that shit was funny. That nigga did that in Boston. He know he did that on purpose. He like did, as much bro. as as much as he said, like I've been doing this before games and whatnot. Not nah, nigga, that's cat shit on purpose. You that's know cat. why? It's because niggas would have been saw that shit, bro. And we ain't yeah. never seen that before. Bro. Yeah, bro. That's not cat. not at once. That's big cap, big part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, that nigga Kyrie is hilarious. Okay, so I got some stories. Uh yo, what's up, Mulatto, Uncle Luke? All of y'all just giving COVID out. Uncle Luke revealed in an essay earlier this year. I gotta read the essay because this shit is hilarious. Nigga said he caught COVID. He said he caught COVID-19 after feeling peer pressure to attend a friend's birthday party at a local strip club. Recently, I joined the ranks of more than 1 million Floridans who caught the coronavirus. Throughout the pandemic, I had been strictly adhering to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control guidelines, especially wearing a mask whenever I stepped out my house. Then I gave in to the peer pressure of going out to a party. Last month, a friend was celebrating his birthday at a local strip club and would not be and would not stop blowing up my phone. He kept begging me to come. I told myself I would go in 15 minutes and duck out. The veteran rapper went on to describe entering the club and stepping into the coronavirus spreading chamber. He writes that virtually no masks were being worn and social distancing were completely ignored. Luke concluded in his essay advocating for fans to stand up to peer pressure and stay home during the corona virus pandemic. <laughs> this nigga sound crazy, bro. <laughs> like, this nigga sound like Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, it's like he was trying to cop out, like, because he, he found that like, niggas was about to get in trouble. Nigga so said he was he felt a peer pressure. Nigga, you 60 yeah. years old. What are you talking about peer pressure, nigga? Niggas is about to get in trouble. Ass. That's the pressure he fell into. <laughs> right? 
Nigga, if you 60, bro, it ain't no nigga that's hitting you up like, come on, bro, come on. Just, just come on, bro. We go, go get these Nigga's bitches, not bro. calling for that at 60. Right? The nigga said he was, he was strictly adhering to United States Centers for Disease and Control Guidelines. Nigga, if you standing at you, the stage your ass the fuck home. Right? And no CDC guidelines going on in the strip club. <laughs> and that's even before COVID when no CDC guidelines going on. We got ass and chicken in the same place. Come on now. <laughs> that's right. all they got. That ain't sanitary. Shit, the niggas niggas is dumb, bro. And like, I just, I just, niggas is dumb. But wait, let's read Tyrese, because we got a lot of these just niggas that's just saying wild shit. Tyrese actually might need help. Like, he do need help, nigga. Did you see the video of him in his fucking (laughs) tracksuit with church shoes on? Nigga, on Adidas tracksuit with church shoes on, bro. What are you talking about? I'm gonna send you, I'll send you the picture. I'll send you the picture, nigga. <laughs> nigga, Tyrese crazy. That's Lord. nuts if that's true. Okay. I'm gonna send it to you. I gotta find that's this nigga, crazy. I gotta find what this nigga said about the temp being 90 degrees and this nigga making fun of himself. But like, nigga, that shit is crazy. Okay, wait, where is this? Did he delete it? Did this nigga delete this? No way. I guess he deleted it. Well, this nigga said he'd be chilling at his house on 90 degrees because COVID dies in heat. And he'll sleep in his house in 90 degrees. And then he started talking about how, oh, I got to take care of my baby mamas and she got problems with me. So, Doom, how, you sleeping in 90 degree weather to get rid of the COVID? Fuck no. <laughs> There's no way I can even fall asleep in that shit. Bro, I don't know how he fall asleep in anything over 75. Bro, he's sweating his ass off, bro. 90 degrees? 90 degrees is crazy, bro. Like, Tyrese need help, dog. I don't know who going to help him. But I see why The Rock don't fuck with this nigga. There's a lot of people that don't fuck with this nigga now. <laughs> he do it to himself, though. Like, when you're in Hollywood, bro, you start isolating yourself like that. You start making weird, crazy, you know, comments. Niggas don't want to be associated with you, bro. Oh, here we go. I found it. Random shit, I think, on my flights. One of my secrets for staying COVID-free is I sleep with the heat on 90 degrees every night. Law. Been sleeping at this temp for 15 years, so it's nothing new. But rumor... Has it if you catch COVID, it doesn't survive in warm temperatures. Another random thought is people are not loyal to you. They are they cool with uh with people who you clearly see and know they want something. As long as you're clear about their clear intentions, just know. Soon as they don't get what they want, they will disappear faster than you can blink and just leave you standing there confused, shook, feeling like what the fuck just happened. I'm a self-progressed alpha empath. My alpha will turn fragile, insecure people away. When that happens, it makes me happy because I have one less person to love and care for. Dude, what is this nigga talking about, bro? I have no <laughs> idea, bro. Your, your guess will be as good as mine. <laughs> what is this nigga Tyrese talking about, bro? That, that made nigga. no fucking sense. He an alpha empath, nigga? What the fuck is that, <laughs> nigga? What are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about, Tyrese? And what's crazy is I would be following him if he said just one or the other. But when he mixed the two together, I'm like, bro, I don't see no type of correlation. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You following him into 90 degree into your house? Nah, fuck no. But at least <laughs> at least I would know what he was talking about. It's still bullshit, but I would understand. But all this fucking alpha energy bullshit he talking about, nigga, what does that have to do with the coronavirus? <laughs> nigga going to psychology school. I mean, you going to that... Uh... Scientology church, bro. This nigga got a track suit on with you. I told you, nigga. Yo, dude, check your phone, nigga. Stop playing, bro. He got on the church shoes with the track suit. This nigga need help, bro. He need Yeah, bro. This nigga's crazy. <laughs> 
Then he got the big ass pants on. Why his pants legs so big? What the <laughs> fuck, nigga? <laughs> that nigga crazy. Oh, go get Jody some help. Go get Jody some fucking help, nigga. But see, what's the wait? My my real question is: I hope we don't act like this when we the age. What's wrong with these old ass niggas, man? They just going crazy on social media, bro. Old people just wilding. I saw somebody say <laughs> Uncle was up at four a.m. grilling, just talking to himself on his phone for TikTok. Oh, <laughs> I see. Oh, nah, not for the likes, bro. That's scary. Yeah, That's that a scary nigga, sight, bro. That nigga was throwing down. At he wasn't making no oh. sense. He was just going, Shamalam, Shayo, Shayo, put the rear here, Shaman, Shaman. Like, nigga, not making no fucking sense. What's wrong with these old niggas, bro? They tripping, bro. But I've been knew that Tyrese was losing his mind, but like every now and then, he'll really like say some shit. You like, wow. They really need to get some help from him because he's wilding now. The Rock said, fuck that nigga, bro. I'm taking your movie franchise, nigga. You stupid. <laughs> I fuck with The Rock, nigga. Get your shit, The Rock, nigga. Fuck that nigga Tyrese, bro. Get Jody some help. Don't worry about being in the next Fast movie, nigga. Get some fucking help. Uh, Doom, what's up with your boy Mario Judah, bro? He better than Playboy? I think so. Oh. I'm mad at that take, but I think so. Mario Judah, bitch, yeah. What's up? He better than Playboy? Playboy nigga. Cardi, that is. And, and, and I'm going to say this. I think, and me and Chris, we talked a lot about this shit, and he don't, he don't really agree with me. But I think Judah is, he trolling right now to build the name. Build the hype. Right. And I think once he done with the troll shit, he going to drop an album that niggas is, is going to blow niggas' mind, bro. Like, bro, I'm just saying that. Talented, bro. That shit is hard. Yeah, bro. And, and that right there is... Just bullshit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like he not even trying to really make music right now. That sound better than that than that than that uh than that Cardi shit that died like. Yeah, man, what oh, the fuck yeah. is Mario Judah? Yeah. That Judah is tough. I'm a fan. Where the fuck is Mario Judah? Look. I, I can't wait to see when he take it serious. Cause like that first song he made, that rock star shit was hard. And like he was, he he seems like the type of dude, like you said, that's just trolling right now. But when it comes, he gonna go back to that like back to making like song songs. Yeah. And he like, bro, that whole shit, like his whole little um whole lot of red troll album, whatever the fuck it was, he produced all that shit. He, he did. And he did that shit in what a couple weeks? Yeah, you know and in like two weeks max, that's what I think. Yeah, bro, and like niggas been waiting on Cardi for a year and a half. Facts. Never coming. Never. <laughs> niggas coming. been staying up till midnight every Friday for Wait, a been year. Doing that? Yo, they clowning. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> but Playboy Cardi, bro, Dialit was trash. Let me just be honest. Playboy yeah, Cardi Krista, ain't sound Krista good. Is gonna kill you for. You know how that, I feel. Dialit is trash. Playboy it Cardi was, ain't, though. It, it ain't was. been good. I'm Playboy Cardi hasn't that. been good since what's that song? That song he had that was popular, Magnolia. He ain't been good oh, since the shit. Magnolia days, and that was a long time ago, bro. That oh, was like, yeah, that's 2017, bro. bro. Yeah. That's on the Playboy Cardi <laughs> self-titled album. And that nigga on Drake's song, I was waiting for him to prove me wrong and be like, yeah, this nigga, this nigga Playboy Cardi kind of hard. Nigga fumbled yeah. the ball. He did, like, he did. Fumbled he the did. bag, bro. That was his fumble. Drake feet, bro. He fumbled it bad, and like the Tyler, I thought after the Tyler feature, I was like, all right. 
He he came correct on Tyler shit, and I thought he was gonna do right on Drake shit. No, nope. he was actually super cool on that Tyler shit. He, that's that's what I'm saying, and that's why I'm like, is Playboy Cardi good? Is it just like a is it a facade? Is it real? But hey, as long as we got Mario Judah, I don't need this nigga Playboy nigga. Fuck that that's nigga, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to hear the album though, because uh, Ye is the executive producer, oh my so gosh. I'm trying to I'm trying to see where Ye gonna take it. Ye better go pay that choir and stop fucking around. I knew, I knew. <laughs> That's what, I'm saying it every week until he pays them. Go pay them church going folk, nigga. Robbing ass, Joel Osteen ass, taking small, nigga took a small business loan and made fucking $3.3 million. And, and while niggas at home came and get a stimulus check, oh, broke at elf. Nigga, fuck that nigga Kanye, bro. I will fuck say him, one thing Tom about Brady and Joel Osteen, nigga. All the three people, years. they out here wilding, bro. <laughs> Tell me why. I, I I don't know if it's y'all been going to church lately. I ain't gonna lie. Your I ain't going to church. Dude, all four, five years going. You feel me? I've been <laughs> on this center life. They told me that the church is now giving you the option to give offering via Cash App or Venmo. <laughs> yeah, I wish a deacon would. That's I wish a pastor would. Wait. Talk about what's your cash at. <laughs> oh, you ain't got no cash? Don't worry, my darling. What's your Venmo? Get the fuck out of here. It's nasty, bro. That Wait. Nasty. They, they get into the bag, bro. They get into the bag, Lynn. This I, told, is- I told my mom if I ever wanted to be an evil person, I would just become a preacher and take collection money. <laughs> bro, this shit is just crazy, bro. When somebody oh, told me that shit. shit this week, I was mind blown. I'm like, niggas giving their cash apps and Venmos to the bro. church? I guarantee That's bad. you niggas is giving it. Oh, for sure, Doom, for sure. They and are, don't bro. have And don't have money to pay for their bills, but they're giving the cash app to the pastor. Yeah, bro. That that's wow, wild, bro. bro. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna speak on that because I know they probably got people. Listeners that get yeah, that get upset about like it. Like I said, bro, I already took the heat for y'all. Y'all gotta worry about it. That's why I can label myself as the sinner, right? It's okay. I I ain't been to church in a while, my damn self. So like I'm right there with Man, you. Man, that's crazy. Bro. That's, that's cash app, and that's one of the reasons why I don't be fucking app, with I, that's cash why I don't fuck app. with fucking sanctioned religion. Like I believe in God and everything, but like just sanctioned religion, they do too much shady shit. Like how can we be okay with pastors banging little boys? How can we be okay with giving cash apps? Like, that's just like, craziness. Y'all doing this all in the name of God, playing with people's faith. The deacon had her so convinced, too, though, because, like, when she said it to me, I was, like, just hit yo, I was, like, taken away by it. But she was like, what's the issue? I'm like, what's not the issue, nigga? You giving the church the cash app? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> they crazy, say bro. they say what's the difference between that and putting uh cash in church? So hey, if y'all give it, if y'all give y'all church cash apps, look, y'all send us y'all send us cash apps, nigga. If y'all give it to the church, y'all come give to us. Right. Nigga. The fuck the <laughs> fuck. I we'll we'll drop the cash app names in the bottom. <laughs> y'all, if, y'all just, <laughs> if y'all just want to give to people, like we'll pray for y'all, nigga. What's up? What's up, nigga? You get the That's doom bad. blessing, nigga. Right. What's up? <laughs> I say a prayer. Now they coming for you, bro. They coming for y'all now. Now y'all on your own. (laughs) Pastor Brooklyn will give a good sermon, nigga. That's a fact. Look, look. Speaking in tongues and shit for y'all, bro. Well, I had already said I was the bad guy. I already said that. Y'all joined me. Donate shit, nigga. Donations. (laughs) Donations. Gifts. 
I gotta download that. Man, where my nigga been at, bro? I ain't see him post oh, videos. He wait, 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 wait. I ain't talked to y'all about this on air. Wait, he's he's in hibernation. Let me tell you why. Cause tomorrow, nigga, we gonna have superpowers. Nigga, what's up? That nigga Umar Johnson coming, nigga. He coming I'm, to I'm, take I'm over waiting. the, the world, that. nigga. Tonight is superpower eve. Everybody with melanin gonna have powers tomorrow, nigga. What's good? What's good, nigga? You ready? You know what's crazy, bro? I and I, I don't I don't want to be the nigga that get all serious and ruin the fun. Oh, look at but this I, guy. <laughs> obviously I'm not buying the niggas just gonna have superpowers. I'm ready tomorrow, I, bro. I do think that this solar flare shit can do something to like people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Like I think it'll it could affect the earth possibly. I'm curious to see what'll happen. Look. I'm ready. We getting powers, nigga. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna either be a lot of y'all. I got my, I got my, I got my, uh, my camera charging just in case I see some crazy shit. Now I don't, I, don't, I ain't buying into it 100, but just in case, I got my shit on 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 sports mode. That way I can teach everything, every every flash frame. Just in case Look, I see some crazy shit. The electromagnetic storm is coming, nigga, and I'm gonna have my superpowers. I'm gonna be outside flying, nigga. Just boom. What's up? Like the white people are salty right now, bro. They salty we ain't involved in it. Oh, yeah. No, look, I told Schubert. I was like, Schubert, you lucky your mama is Latino because you're going to get some tiny, tiny power, nigga. You're going to get, like, flashlight eyes, nigga. You have. You're not going to get <laughs> You're not gonna get nothing serious. You nigga said he going to get night vision like he a cat. Yeah, that's what that nigga going to get. He going to get half, nigga. He only half. His mama going to get the power. He going to only get half. Ian, pale boy. Oh, hashtag pale boys. Y'all not getting no fucking powers, nigga. Hashtag to the pale boys. I fuck with y'all. <laughs> I, I fuck with the pale boys. But my nigga Ian not getting no powers, nigga. See, it's man, but they, they got some they got some white people that I fuck with, man. I wonder if I can do this shit like uh like fucking dude did on MHA when he gave that cool. You're not giving them people no powers. <laughs> look at look at Doom with some. Nah, you about to lose your powers, shit. nigga. Yeah. Nah, man. They got, they got some niggas we need to look out for. We going to protect them? That's what I'm saying. I already told you. I'm calling the government, and I said, look, we're going to do a $50 million contract for me and my niggas who got powers. Y'all going to pay us 50 mil, and we going to take out the villains. Nigga, what's up? 50 mil. Hook nigga, us up. There's be a lot of black-ass villains <laughs> <laughs> niggas get powers. That's what I'm saying, nigga. They're going to be, be busting into everything, nigga. I know some I villain niggas without powers. <laughs> Nigga, just imagine when niggas start doing some crazy shit. <laughs> niggas start teleporting and all kind of crazy shit. Going, oh, all I got man. to say is, I hope they don't let these niggas know exactly where the Nike factory is in, in Oregon, because they finna run down on that Bro, shit. Bro, just imagine if, okay, so imagine if we get powers in Brooklyn. Imagine if you just get a tail, nigga, and me and Doom, like, out here flying and got super... Bro, I'd be so tight, he bro. just got like, a tail. <laughs> I would tell niggas that I just didn't get powers. I'd be like, nah, Doom. Dude, imagine if me and Brooklyn got powers, nigga, and you just got, like, long fingernails. <laughs> hey, I'll be hot, bro. Niggas gonna have to see me. I'm proud of Solar Flare, nigga. got to pull up. I, mean, I guess got... the moon is blocked by the clouds where I'm at. That's what happened, probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up some bullshit. Like, my, my internet service was fucked up. My nigga sky service, got... I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got long fingernails. That's it. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> that ain't even no power, bro. I don't know what'd be worse, that or a tail, nigga. What am I gonna do with a fucking tail? <laughs> but like Schubert, I told you Schubert getting flashlight eyes. That's his power. He ha he a happy. But shout out to all the pale boys. We're gonna protect y'all when the when you know when people Maybe. come for y'all. Maybe that's true. Maybe, depending on how y'all treated a nigga. Maybe.
But some of the pale boys, I got Ian. I got you, Ian. We not gonna let nothing happen to you, bro. We fuck with you. But some of them other pale boys, y'all better y'all better be careful, man. Yeah, you better count their days, bro. Hashtag pale boys. But that's pretty much pretty much all we got this week. Oh, they did have a Louisiana man who was sentenced, who was released. Oh no, no, who was sentenced to life oh, in prison shit. for twenty dollar uh, marijuana charge twelve years ago? He was finally released from Angola uh, prison this earlier this week, uh, and basically it's just like, damn, bro, feel bad for that guy. Like Louisiana got to change them laws, man. Dude just got to. How long he did? Twelve years. Twelve years for twenty dollars, bro. For a gram. That is fucked up. But that's just that's the three strike rule. That's the bullshit three strike rule. And that's right. something they got to change. Just want to shine light on that. Glad that man got out. They need to pay that man a million dollars in residuals, maybe even more. I do got something to say that you said Louisiana man. Did y'all see about the Louisiana man that got charged with human trafficking because he was tricking women into changing his diaper? What? What? He was a grown ass man in New Orleans. I've read this story so many times. I've got to look it up. He read this. <laughs> so he has a bit of a mental issue, right? And he was wearing diapers and getting college students, college girls, to come change his diaper through a through an app, you know, one of those labor apps, whatever. He must be articulate enough to get him to get to get him. And there. he was tricking them, saying that he was like the he was the little brother or the older brother to this person. And they would come and they would change his diaper and they would take care of him like he was a baby. And these bitches was really doing it. And they would get tricked, That's they would get trapped. They were saying, no, 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 the, the human trafficking thing, this is the crazy thing is, you get charged with human trafficking by lying about labor. The, oh, the, that's... The legal wording is so loose that he got charged with human trafficking because he lied in order to solicit labor. Oh. So he got crazy. charged with something crazy for just having some crazy-ass fetish. That's and, nuts. like, they would change his diaper and he'd be hard. First of all, bitch, if he was hard, you should have left. Wait, I'm okay, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Was he paying college? He was paying them. College paying them kids? So he, he was, was just like he a trust fund kid. Or was he, he paying? Or, or was he paying hookers? Which one was he paying? It was college students through a babysitting app. It wasn't hookers. It was college students, bro. Damn. Crazy. And that's how he ended up getting wow. caught up because one of them was like, "Hold on, this nigga hard. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got a hard on with a that's adult crazy. diaper on." So I'm like, and then you know what's crazy? Because of his, you know, plea for insanity shit, he ain't got to serve not one day in jail. So he's just going to be chilling with his nurse. Straight, straight community, uh, community service. He white, though. I don't, I don't if he was know black, if he, he'd have been in prison. I don't, I don't know, know if he should have went to jail, though. Yeah, I don't know if he deserved You're it. You're right. He would have liked it. He would have liked it. That's probably All that nigga do was doing was just buying some services to change his diaper. Facts, because me, bro, me, the way I look at it. I don't believe like, prostitution man. should be illegal, though. That's just me. It wasn't sucking it though, so like, how was it even? You know, yeah. that's my. I thing. don't even think. I don't even think that's that that count. I think you know the human trafficking thing is harsh, honestly. Yeah, it is because yeah. he wasn't trafficking. See, hard. I thought I thought you was telling me that the man was coming get him to change his diaper, and then boom, he'd have two big niggas from the back grab him, right? And, and take him into trafficking. When I first did it, but then when I first read it, and then when I realized that that they gotta change the 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 wording in that law. I mean, Crazy. in that in that uh, charge because that charge is too loose. Crazy, bro. Nigga just was especially if diapers. he wasn't actually fucking them. Well, like he wasn't. If they was, 
If they was just changed, like, nah, he he don't need yeah, no jail Yeah, he shouldn't be in jail. He don't. He's just a weird nigga. Like, he he's he definitely nigga. a weird nigga, but I don't That's think he's no jail time. Because <laughs> now, now if we find shit, out in four years that somebody was making them change their diapers and we find out these women are dying, that's some uh, Criminal Minds SVU. Right. That's a story in the making. Yeah. This nigga, one bad day, and then he gonna start raping people and putting bro, them in diapers. That nigga that's all it's gonna take. off, though, bro. When My nigga diapers. went through all that trouble, put the diaper on and everything. Just, just so they could open up to some hard meat. <laughs> nigga is sick, bro. He's probably like, sick. I think I sold myself. Come over here and come change me. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. That is crazy. What a story, man. Crazy. All right, well, yeah, that's all we got for this beginning portion. We got uh, coming up on the show, we definitely have the song of the week. We also have an interview with Louis Prejean to get us ready for the Pelican season. But, Doom, tell the people they can find you on social media. Hello, Doom, SJE, Instagram, and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Brooklyn, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Find me on all social media at where Brooklyn at. It's Brooklyn with a K. Nope, it's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's for marketing purposes. Because we're not trying to get sued. Jesus. And y'all make sure y'all go follow my guys, Brooklyn and Doom, man. We will be back next week talking to y'all. But with that being said, let's get into the song of the week right now.
Bros Ball fan base, look, it's Pelican season. We're here, and I wanted to – the preseason games have happened, and I'm trying to bring in more Pelicans media, more sports media from Louisiana to come talk Pels with me this year. This first guest we got, Louis Prejean, the host of Unprompted. You can check him from 9 to 11 a.m. on Saturdays. He's also – uh, the producer for RP3 and company uh, Monday through Fridays from 6 a.m. on uh, 103.7. Yes. 103.7. How you doing, Lewis, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Wait, am I the first Pelicans guest? Mm, no, the first Pelicans guest of the year. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take it. Yeah, but I'm, for, happy, <laughs> I'm happy to be on. First of the year, because like, no, no, no. We, we, we've had like the array of the the array of people come through okay. but th- but this is the start of this year and we're trying to you know get ready because i feel hype about this season i don't know about you but i might have unreal expectations uh i don't know if you follow my twitter but i might have unreal expectations about the pelicans <laughs> <laughs> i go reckless with the tweets but, i think, I think uh, i'm at i think i think they're an eight seed yeah, I kind of, you know, people talk about my expectations for the Pelicans. And look, I might tweet out that I think they're an NBA Finals contender. I don't actually believe that, spoiler alert. Uh, but, like, uh, I think they're a playing tournament kind of team. I, I said they hover around 500. They're in that 8, 9, 10 range. That's kind of where I view them at. Yeah, same. That's where I, I think at lowest 10, but you want me to tell you my highest? I got them highest at 6. That's, okay, like, yeah. best case scenarios. Like, like Zion is, like the guy we thought, and then some. No, you weren't, you weren't the first person that I've heard six. I haven't heard anyone go higher than six. So No, that's crazy. Here, no, if you were to come on here and say they're top four seed in the West, I would, like, fall out of my chair back here, like, <laughs> back into the Christmas tree. But, like, I, 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 I've heard six. I, I think more people um, say their highest is a six seed. Nothing above that, though. No, yeah, no way. No way. Just because I – just because I, I, I have to see it to put them anything higher than a six. Like, we, got, we can't just act like last year didn't happen. But let's talk the preseason. The two preseason games have just happened, both once against the Heat, once against the Bucks. And I'm going to start off with our franchise. I'm going to start off with Zion Williamson. My gosh, he looked amazing. Like, he – and I know it's preseason, but Stan was like, nah, we're getting them 30 minutes of action. And, like, uh, watching the Pels, we got to watch all the people really play. But what did you think of Zion seeing him? Are you excited about his health? Are you excited about not seeing burst? And he finally looked comfortable out there. Uh, we got to retire the word burst. I've been on that since last season. I was tired of hearing the word burst. Maybe we can use another thing. Like, that was the first time I've ever heard, like, a player attached to the word burst. We didn't hear it with Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. We didn't hear it with LeBron. We didn't hear it with anybody else. No. Nope. We heard it, like, with Zion. So, I don't, I don't know if that's what a word that the Pelicans are pushing. But I think we'll retire the word burst because in those two preseason games, he looked like uh, – he looked healthy. Like, he wasn't huffing and puffing. He didn't have Mark Jackson calling him fat within the first five minutes. You know, that, that was nice. <laughs> like, yeah. Any of the commentators, because I was watching the streams uh, of the games and we, I got the visitors commentary on it, which I was, Same. I was, very, I was very upset about it, but I got the Cause I, bro, the cable providers are just getting ridiculous. I can't catch Fox new Orleans anywhere. It hurts. It hurts, man. Like I, I'm trying to hear Antonio Daniels and Joel Myers like that. I want to hear them. Look, they're part of my family. Um, But like for for Zion, for Zion, he looks healthy. Like I know Stan Van Gundy said the rotations in general were season like in the preseason games. So that's why they were kind of tight 
like keeping it 10 guys, keeping it 10 players. And then he said today that he thinks is going to be eight or nine player rotation. And that's going to demand a lot of minutes from Zion. Um, So for Zion, it's good to see him in condition. Now it's about what he can do in those longer minutes. It's about if he can stay out of foul trouble, which look, I don't think he's ever been in really foul trouble because he hasn't played that many minutes, but even going back to college, he wasn't really in foul trouble, but uh, if he's healthy, it's about staying out of foul trouble and then getting more comfortable as the game goes on. If we, we saw in the preseason games that he was acting like they were uh, down by five with a minute left, even though they were up 20, up 15 yeah. in those games, he was acting like they were down five with a minute left. So he's still playing hard even when he was pushing past 30 minutes. So, I mean, I'm excited to see a restrictionless Zion this season. Yep, and I'm excited the fact that, like, Stan has them with this mindset of, like, we're going – we're going, we're playing, we're playing hard, and you're going to play till the whistle stops. And I, and I, and like you said, Zion was doing that in that game. What did you see from Brandon Ingram, and what do you want to see from him this season being our max player guy? When I say Zion's the franchise, I say Brandon Ingram's the fourth quarter closer. He's the finisher. He's the killer. I love I love Brandon Ingram. Uh, oh, I love every player on the on the roster. But anyway, Brandon Ingram, what you saw in the first game it was is what he was everything. Like he was all over the court. Uh, he gave a lot of defensive effort. There was a play where he fights over a screen, stays with the ball handler, and then blocks him on a layup attempt, which looked exhausting. And I get why a lot of offensive players don't play defense because I wouldn't if I was able to score the ball. It looks exhausting to play defense. <laughs> but like, uh, Brandon Inger was getting, giving a lot of defensive effort in that first game. And then he was also playmaking. I think he had six assists on, on that night against Miami. But then in the second game, he struggled just a little bit more. I'm not so concerned about the offensive side for Brandon Ingram because I think he was like two for 10 from the field against Milwaukee. See, shots are going to fall. Shots are not going to fall. That's just basketball. We understand that. And Brandon Ingram has shown that he can average 20 plus a game. So we're not worried about Brandon Ingram's offense. It's just when he went against another good wing player and a good offensive wing player like Chris Middleton, I don't know what, if Brandon Ingram talked trash to Chris Middleton, (laughs) if Middleton read some tweets or something, because it felt personal what Middleton was doing to the Pels on Friday night. That hurt. Like, that hurt Mm -hmm. me. I was like, I didn't say anything about your family, Middleton. Like, I would never. But why are you doing this to me? But the first time, and the Pelicans have struggled in the past with wing players. So, like, Gallinari always lights up the Pels, which which hurts me. But, like, uh, the first time you see a good offensive wing player, Brandon Ingram struggles a little bit. So, we're going to see more of a sample size and more defensive consistency from Brandon Ingram. But, like you said, with Stan Van Gundy having that mindset with the team, Hopefully, it'll be more consistent for Brandon Ingram. That's what I'm looking forward to because offense is never a question with the team or with Brandon Ingram. So it's more about that effort on defense and that consistency on the side. 100%. And going into my next thing, we got to see Lonzo Ball put up not that great of game first one, but in game two, he really shows out and, and shows what he's capable of. And then on top of that, we see him with Eric Bledsoe, which I thought the pairing did really well. It was a lot of when Lon- when Lonzo would crash, uh, Eric Bledsoe would uh, cut in and they would dish it out to him. We saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of Eric pushing and Lonzo spotting up for threes. We saw a lot of vice versa, Lonzo pushing and Eric spotting up. What do you expect from Lonzo Ball this season? And what do you expect of the pair of Lonzo and uh, Bled? Uh, Lonzo's uh, the most polarizing thing about Pell's Twitter. We know this. Like, uh, I mean, there's just two polar opposite ends on how people view Lonzo, and it feels like we can never come to a middle ground on Lonzo's game. And, uh, like, see, I'm trying to find the middle ground 
Alonzo's game. Look, he's a little up and down. Like, even in the preseason games, we saw him up and down. Like, early last season, he was down, and he was getting adjusted to a new team. Once he got adjusted and it was before the bubble, he went on a great stretch. And then they took the hiatus. He comes back, and he plays bad in the bubble. So, it's really hard to gauge. That's why people are so on either end of Lonzo, because his play has been on – either I mean, end never yeah. been really a middle ground for Lonzo so really what you want to see are pretty just solid numbers for Lonzo but also the the confidence for Lonzo because if he's able to play you know mediocre to good on on a consistent basis that's going to help with his confidence like we want to see him driving to the basket we want him to be patient in the half court and make plays in the half court and not just uh throw outlet passes or throw transition passes and we saw that against milwaukee he played a little bit more down tempo more patient in the half court like you said he was finding eric bledsoe on some off ball movement and in some passes so like that was good to see that's what you want to see from lonzo see you're not going to get the 21 per game seven rebounds seven assists lonzo that's not what you're going to get but i also don't think you're going to get the eight points five rebounds that's five the thing lonzo like you're gonna get a 12 to 13 seven rebounds six assists kind of guy and even it might be a little bit more than 13 see i was thinking 15 i'm, I'm at yeah. 15 like 15 7 7 it might be at that 15 7 7 range but it's not going to be on either end of the extreme look the pairing with um eric bledsoe it's not going to be as weird for Lonzo because he's just coming off playing with Drew Holiday. Facts. And look, that's not saying like Eric Bledsoe and Drew Holiday are the same player, but it's not that much different between the two. So for Lonzo, it's not that much different. And Eric Bledsoe, um, he's going to – like we saw it, like you were mentioning against Milwaukee, like Lonzo driving baseline, Eric Bledsoe cuts down the lane and he fights him, they draw a foul. So Eric Bledsoe's a good off-ball player, but – uh, Eric Bledsoe is also a defender. I think he was second team all defense last season. So, you know, he's going to be able to do some things. I'm hoping Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe's physicality and the way he plays on the court will inspire Lonzo to also be a little bit more physical out on the court because Drew Holiday wasn't all that physical, even though he could post up some players and he could impose his will. He didn't do it consistently. At least Eric Bledsoe can sort of challenge Lonzo's physicality or just inspires some physicality out of Lonzo. So hopefully we'll see that from the two. Man, because if we could get that from Lonzo, his, he's, he's an amazing defender. And if we can add that physicality consistently, that'll be something that elevates his game. What's something, what, what is your expectation for the Pelicans going into the season? And give me which, which you want to see consistently night to night. And then give me, I guess, your uh, way too early prediction of where they end up. I uh, I kind of expect this team, like I said earlier, to be around 500. The first half of the schedule was released, and it's tough. Like, it's an extremely tough schedule. Uh, I think they said it's the toughest schedule based on winning percentage of the opponents from last season, uh, if you combine them all. So, like, it's an extremely tough schedule. Look, teams are going to be different this year. And in a year where it's the shortest off season in the four professional leagues uh, of all time, teams might come out starting slow. So if you're a Pelicans team having an extremely tough first half of the schedule, maybe you sneak some of the wins that you weren't supposed to get. And the second half of the schedule gets a little lighter and you can take advantage of that, that you didn't do last season. But I kind of expect this team to maybe sneak some wins that we didn't expect 
um, be a little up and down to start because they're adjusting to some new players. They're adjusting to a new head coach. But um, I think it all goes back to Stan Van Gundy, what he does with the rotations. I'm expecting a tight rotation between these players. And then if one player slips up, another player is going to come in. Like if he starts in Darius Thornwell and Thornwell's not cutting it, all right, we got Nikhil Alexander-Walker coming in in your spot. Uh, and if Jackson Hayes doesn't do well, then we'll slot in Willie Hernan Gomez. Like that's yeah. not a problem. Like Stan Van Gundy um, is going to bring a different attitude and approach to this team. So I kind of expect that. Um, I'm just looking at other like players, uh, maybe a concern of mine is the spot up shooting, like the shooting in general, the free throw shooting was a little suspect in their Milwaukee game where yes, I mean, it was, I think they missed like 15 or 16 free throws. Like it's good that they're getting to the line and that's the different approach that I'm talking about with this team. They're living in the paint. They want to get dunks. They want to get layups and want to attack. And, yep. Yeah, they they're they're attacking, and you've got you got two of the toughest guys in the league in Zion and Stephen Adams. So it makes sense why you would want to live in the paint. But if you're going to live in the paint and draw fouls, you're going yeah, to need to reverse all those free throws. It helps that you have Fred Vinson. But look, you can't have nights like you had against Milwaukee because if they have Giannis, it's a completely different game. And if it's a regular season game, it's a completely different game. So you can't miss those free throws. Uh, you got to improve on some spot-up shooting. They made 12 threes in each of the first two games, which isn't bad, but they were hovering around 35 to 37%. I would like to see the number just increase a little bit more. Um, I thought the shooting was a little bit better with J.J. Redick out on the court. So my concern there is, of course, spacing, which, of course, people love to talk about when it comes to the Stephen Adams acquisition. So um, expected to have some shooting issues a little bit early on. Um, and then, I don't think Adams is going to be that big of an issue. Though. Uh, it's not. It's not that. It's not that big of an issue when it comes to spacing. Like, I, I mean, I saw a tweet that was like my favorite tweet of all time. It's like people people saw stro- uh, Zion struggle on defense and then want to put a Channing Fry next to him just <laughs> so he can shoot some threes. Like, no, like. <laughs> like, I think I think the Stephen Adams acquisition it's been it's paying it's paying off in the first two preseason games. Like, yep. we see what he can do in the offensive glass, like like Stephen Adams might average more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds. He and, he and he gives you an extra like three to four possessions like a game, which is very important exactly, to a team like this. Exactly. And if you and if you're a team that wants to close out games or like you saw against Milwaukee where they give up a twenty point lead, they're down by five, but they're able to push past that and yep. extra possessions will definitely help you um you know it, it's going to be a little weird to start off eric Bledsoe, lonzo ball backcourt steven adams zion front court how's the team moving because they ran into each other a little bit in that milwaukee game a little bit too much for my liking like players don't exactly know where to be on the court with each other at, at all times so i'm a little bit worried about that to start the season but you know uh, it'll be up and down, but look, there's a lot of the talent on this team, whether it be young talent or veteran talent. So, and you got Stan Van Gundy who improves their team in the first year at every stop he's been in. So we can expect some good things from this team. Yeah. And, and to your point, I think, I think it's going to be something that's going to be very telling based upon the strength of schedule with this early, like just difficult road. If they can like manage to battle and really learn in these moments and grind out some wins, stay 500, maybe even a little bit above 500 by the time the schedule shifts and like the middle portion, that's a win in my book. And that's something to where when they go forward into the, when the strength of schedule gets lessened, it's going to teach them how to win games and how to close out games against people they're supposed to. And the, the thing about like having so many national televised games 
you play really good opponents. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you want to be on TV, you got to kind of pay the price and you've got to play Dallas. You got to have the seven game Western conference road trip. You got to play the Lakers, the Clippers, like you got to play a lot of tough teams. Uh, that's what comes at the price of playing all these nationally televised games. I, I think like 19 of the first 37 or something like that. Shout out um, to Atlanta. <laughs> so, so yeah. Sorry to all the Atlanta and Memphis fans. No, you were looking forward to that. We're not um, sorry. <laughs> but look, Atlanta, you still can't play defense. So until you play defense, maybe that's you can, my thank you. Thank maybe you. Start having nationally televised games. Uh, I, I'm arguing with my co-host in the next segment. Once <laughs> once you get up out of here, I'm, I've been waiting for him to come because he's. It's time for basketball. We bring our analysts on. I'm ready to tear him up about Atlanta because he's one of those guys that has Atlanta at like a five four. Uh, okay. No, I'm not as high on Atlanta because I mean they they still look. They're helping out Trey Young uh, by bringing in like Chris Dunn and Rajon Rondo. Like I understand that, like because you can try to hide Trey Young on the de- on, on defense. But look, offenses are smart. Like the Warriors <laughs> couldn't hide Stephen Steph- Curry. That's a fact. Like like they couldn't hide him. The Cavs were switching everything, like everything, like just to get Curry onto LeBron or Cur- or Curry onto Kyrie. Oh, they're gonna find the mismatch, and then Herder's not that good of a defender either. So. That's that's what the NBA is all, I mean, not all about, but that a large portion of the offenses is like, where, where's the mismatch? Let's attack it. Like, and you can't hide anybody. So if Atlanta wants to be a five or six seed. They need to get more commitment from Trey Young on the defensive side. So until then, fact. look, he's going to dribble the ball in between people's legs. He's going to shoot some deep threes. He's going to put up 25, 26. Like he's does going it to equate to wins? Well, look, it, it, it doesn't. And look, Devin Booker was – labeled as an empty stats guy for a while but um yeah i i believe in the the suns more than i do the hawks like what that that's where percent. like just because of the head coach i mean i love monty williams um but like devin booker put years into the league and elevating his game becoming an empty stats guy into a winning player and that takes years like it, yeah. it just doesn't happen for a, a lot of the players it happens for some like luka Doncic, and he luka Doncic he's even been a good defensive player. It's just when you have that sort of uh, gravity, if you will, like Luca um, is a just, it's different. I mean, we can have that Trey Young and Luca conversation all day long, but like, sorry, Atlanta Hawks fans, you're going to have to be better on the defensive end and Memphis. I don't know what Jaron Jackson Jr. is. Is he a wing? Is he a center? He's like the most confusing player in the NBA. Uh, but like, look, and credit to John Morant. He looks really good in the preseason. He does, but they have no one else. They did nothing. They sat, they sat there and twiddled their thumbs. Do people want to watch Dylan Brooks take 20 shots a game on national TV? Because Bro, he, I, I he can't stand Dylan Brooks. Like, he's so... Oh, I don't he, know. He, he takes way too many shots. Way too many shots. I agree with you on all of this. Thank you so much, Lewis, for coming on the show. Can't wait to see how the Pelicans do. We'll definitely be bringing you back. Tell the people they can find you out on social media. Uh, at Lewis Prejean, L-O-U-I-S-P-R-E-J-E-A-N, not L-E-W-I-S, which I do understand. Some people spell it that way, but it's fine. You know, uh, so at Lewis Prejean is where you can find me. So if you want to follow me there, uh, I just tweet a lot of things about the Pelicans. So there you go. 100% and he has some great movie tweets as well so y'all make sure y'all go follow Lewis and thank you for coming on the show brother let's finish up bros who ball want to say thank you to Lewis for coming on the show really appreciate it we're going to get into my Pelicans take see where Justin falls and we're going to really dissect that but before we do any of that it's NFL season so we got to talk NFL but let me introduce my guys Justin long time how are you feeling glad to have you back on the show 
I feel great, man. It's been a good two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the draft. Yeah, yeah, right. We uh preseason's been going on. A lot of rookies, they they they've been getting a lot of playing time, and guys been playing their players, so it's a lot to talk about. Yes, we got a lot to discuss, but before we get into that, let me introduce Ian so we can talk some NFL. Ian, how are you doing? Uh, I'm all right, man. You know, Michigan State took their first L today in college basketball, so I'm a little bummed about that, but <laughs> I still got the gear on. I got to represent no matter what. Y'all are um, going to the Final Four, bro. Not this year, probably not. No, last year was our year. It was going to be history repeating itself from 2000, which was our last championship year. We would have had Big Ten three years in a row, which happened last time. We would have had Final Four two years in a row, which happened last time. And then the second time we would have won it, which would have been 2020. And it would have been Tom Izzo's second championship. And uh, I I think he would have honestly retired after that. So maybe it's good that we didn't go ahead and play the the, uh, tournament. So Tom Izzo might stick around a little longer, try and win another one. But who knows, man? We're here to talk football, not basketball. Y'all aren't going to win. Gonzaga's number one. Shout out to Jalen Suggs. Mark Few. Those dudes look good. I'm liking Cade Cunningham. That kid's a baller. Justin, (laughs) I know. I'm paying attention. LSU is real good this year, too. Shout out to Cam Thomas. Shout out to uh, Sharif O'Neal. You know, I'm part of the voice of the Cajuns crew. You know, I, I watch a little UL basketball now and again. Check yes, me out sir. at the halftime show. You know, Justin, I'm checking out college b-ball. We'll get into that. I'll get Justin's take on that a little bit later. But let's talk some NFL, Ian. Okay, bro. We're starting off with the Saints, even though we could... Uh, all right, let's not start off with the Saints. Colts made the playoffs. Are you... How are you feeling about these playoff teams? Because I think our playoff teams are locked now. We got Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, Titans... Oh, well, no, I think Colts are going to be in because I think the Colts have the tiebreaker. And then Titans are like 10 and four wild card. And then we have Dolphins wild card. But then it's going to be tough between, well, I think the Browns are going to win tonight. So the Browns will be two and four, 10 and four. And then it'll be between the Dolphins and the Ravens. Like I think, because yeah, we have three Titans, Ravens. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it'll be, okay, it'll be Titans. Browns, and then between Dolphins and Ravens. Who are you feeling in the AFC right now for the playoffs? Give me, like, which teams you think you're going to make it. Do you think the Ravens are going to make it? think the Dolphins are going to make it? How do you think this is going to shape out? Uh, that one's tough, man. I mean, both the, uh, the Dolphins and the Ravens are playing pretty good football right now. Uh, Lamar Jackson looked great in their game this week. Um, but Tua and the Dolphins are not to be slept on either. Right now no. they have the slight advantage. Uh, they are holding that seventh spot. Um, that's assuming Cleveland pulls it out here, which it looks like they will. Um, yeah, they're going to beat them. And so, Shoot. yeah, they're going to beat the Giants. And so at that point, it would stay Cleveland in sixth and Miami in seventh. And then um, technically the the Dolphins and the, the Ravens have the same record at nine and five, but the Dolphins hold the tiebreaker for now. So yes, they do. Uh, the Dolphins pretty much control that at this point if they can just keep winning um they'll lock up that seed um and again that's assuming that nothing happens with the browns either so there's still a lot of games left to be played um but i feel confident that it's going to be the browns and the dolphins taking those final couple spots you see next week we got dolphins raiders and then giants ravens ravens get an easy one but then the following week we have well the dolphins have a pretty easy matchup then against the raiders as well because Derek carr is out now true 
But then the so final week, you- Dolphins take on Bills, but do the Bills play their people? That's the question. Probably not. And then yes, the Ravens have to play the Bengals. So it's going to be interesting down the stretch. Both teams control their own destiny. They got to mm-hmm. win out. Who? Yeah, the Ravens definitely have the easier schedule, but I think Miami will sneak out. You know, they'll definitely take the first game against the Raiders, in my opinion. And then, like you say, I don't think the Bills will be playing their starters. So yeah, I don't think so either. We got to win there too. Who's your favorite team in the AFC going in? Like right now, if you have to pick your favorite oh, team in the AFC. There's so many good ones. I mean, Kansas City is the obvious favorite. You don't bet against Patrick Mahomes and don't. Tyreek Hill. Learn that. Um, told, told Saints fans that last week, but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off. Did it a little bit earlier in the show. Got into it with Doom. I'm going to hold off and yeah, do well, my rant a little bit later. Yeah, we'll oh, have yeah. time for your rant in a little while, but we're in the AFC right now. And uh, I think the Chiefs are the favorite here. Um, the Bills are sneaky good. I mean, the Bills the Steelers- are my team, man. I, I I really think the Bills can do some like I think the Bills have the ability to score with the Chiefs. I think the Bills mm-hmm. defense is finally coming around. They're not the Bills defense of old, but if they can almost get to that point where they were last year, that's a defense that can all you need to do is slow down the Chiefs to where you maintain momentum and they have a, a some type of running game with the Bills. And then Josh Allen, man, got a cannon. I like the Bills. I think the Bills are the only team that can upset the Chiefs to make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Yeah, man, I don't think uh, – the Steelers are sitting in second place right now at 11-2, and two, and the Bills are at 11-3 and three in third place. I don't think the Steelers' offense is high-powered enough to compete with how many points the Chiefs are going to put up. And Steelers the Steelers have no do have a great game. defense, but – Kansas City's defense is a turnover machine. I mean, it seems like they have at least an interception or a fumble recovery every single game this season, and most of the time both. Um, the Browns and they're are kind of a, a scoring defense as well. So I, I just think the Bills and the Chiefs game would come down to a battle of who possesses the ball longer. Back. I think if Buffalo can put together long, drawn-out drives and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, that can throw him out of his rhythm. And uh, they, you know, they'd have to keep putting up points, but I think they could do it. Uh, the like Browns you say, are the I think they're the only team. ones that could compete with them. I no, I agree. The I, Browns I definitely, are a sneaky team, but they're also a streaky team. That's the thing; they're sneaky because, like, they have good defense, they run the ball, but can they get their throwing? I don't know if they could score with a Kansas City, but if they could control possession, it's possible. But I'm sticking to my guns. Bill's the best team besides the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. No te- no reason to talk about some of these games. We can laugh at the Bucks and the Falcons. Both thought they were going to run over the NFC South. Both today just showed how mediocrity just loves to ha- be around these two franchises. Sleepy Tom is just old. He's done. It's not. And they're sitting in sixth place. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. You think they well, they play Seattle right now if things stand the way that And they I don't are. think I don't think Tom can score with Seattle. Seattle's I mean, defense Seattle, is trash. The thing Seattle is Seattle only put up twenty today. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I believe in Russ. Let Russ cook, man. Let Russ cook. Throw it to DK Metcalf, throw it to Tyler Lockett. And I think if Chris Carson is kinda healthy, I got the Seahawks over Tom. I don't know, man. I mean it, again it like we say with the Bills versus the Chiefs, I think that game would be all about who possesses it longer. Because Tom Brady showed today that, hey, I can put together five straight scoring drives to end the game, no problem. You know, one of them was a field goal, maybe two of them were field goals, but, you know, they were scoring consistently every drive getting down the field. So 
you got to keep Tom Brady off the field. And if Russell Wilson is, you know, missing throws or, you know, their line isn't protecting him like they should, and he's got to keep scrambling out of the pocket because the, the Bucks defense is, you know, not a terrible defense. They're not no, a they're not. top level defense, but they can cause some disruption on the line. Tom was um, kind of moving it around today. Mike Evans went so six, just, six to one ten, and Antonio Brown got a touchdown, which is good. Chris Godwin got one. He was moving it around today. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a scrub, you know. He's old, but he's not like he's not crippled. It takes a, game, it takes a know, while a to warm up that car. It's like it's like you're in Denver or Michigan, and like you got to go start that car at five a.m. if you want to leave at seven. Like Tom, but that's needs what I'm a saying. Orders to warm up. Once he gets it going, though, are do you trust the Seattle defense to be able to slow that down? I trust Russell Wilson, though. That's my thing. I think Russell Wilson will, will, will control possession. I think Seattle can get one stop. Like, I think Seattle, in those early quarters, will, will uh, capitalize and take lead, and I think Russell can maintain that lead. That's you think it would be too much to overcome? That's how I'm feeling. I feel like Tom has two, two late of starts, and, you know, but I just want to laugh at the Falcons. Miserable, miserable organization. Miserable, miserable. You want to know another miserable organization? Minnesota. Gosh, feel bad for those guys. Feel bad for you, uh, Ian. Y'all almost let y'all y'all let Derrick Henry come close to getting breaking Eric Dickerson's record. We're gonna take Matt Stafford from y'all this summer. Saints are gonna get him. I feel it. I feel it. He's coming. He's coming home. I don't even care at this point. If Matthew Stafford goes to the Saints, I'll just sell. Well, I don't even have any Lions stuff to sell, so it'd be easy. Um, <laughs> I can just buy a couple Saints jerseys and be on my way. You, you know, know, Doom was trying to tell me that Matt Stafford wouldn't lead the Saints to a Super Bowl, and I was like, he's out of his mind. And I had to conf- I had to prove to him why Matt Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He just has no team around him. Exactly. Matthew Stafford led eight fourth-quarter comebacks in one season. And Matthew Stafford, I want to say 2017, has the, 2018, with a garbage has the strongest arm, third strongest yes. arm in and the NFL the most, behind Pat and Josh. The most versatile arm as well. He he go, you know he goes back and forth between sidearm, you know the kind of three quarters, and then the full on throw like it's nothing. Yep. And uh, if you ever put a competent organization around him, I'm not even going to blame the players because it's mostly the organization, in my opinion. Then he would be winning Super Bowls left and right. But yeah. they've just never been able to do that, even when Calvin Johnson was there. They couldn't get a good enough team to make a playoff run. And that was a damn shame. He's going to come to the Saints, mm-hmm. and we're going to win. And, and with that being Honestly, said, good for him. Drew Brees needs to leave. It's time because of what we saw today. Let's begin rant. Saints fans. Saints fans. Let me look into the camera. Saints fans. Me and you talking. Look, Saints fans. It's time to acknowledge a truth. The defense played their asses off against Patrick Mahomes today. The defense did as much as they could to slow down Patrick Mahomes. We had momentum shiftings where the defense would stop. Offense couldn't give the ball. You're going to hear a bunch of excuses tomorrow. Doom gave one early in the show. Oh, we got practice squad receivers. Oh, we don't have our receivers. Oh, we don't have our talent. Drew Brees threw a 51-yard bomb. One, first one, one, only one. The guy is washed, ladies and gentlemen. That offense is atrocious. That offense will not be able to win a Super Bowl. I said at best, we'll get there and we'll get our hearts crushed by Patrick Mahomes or the Bills. And you know what? Russ maybe can beat this team. Aaron Rodgers maybe can beat this team. 
But I think we have the talent to get out of the NFC because the NFC's not that good this year. But there's no way on God's green earth we're winning a Super Bowl, ladies and gents, with Drew Brees. Let me just say what this guy's stats were today. Let me just give you his stats. 15 of 34 for 234, three touchdowns, one interception. I know you may think three touchdowns, good. Dinkin' dumps. Deacon dumps, ladies and gentlemen. Only 151-yard ball. Completion percentage was down. I know dude's coming back from some broken ribs, but I said he shouldn't have played in the first place. And, and your guy, Taysom Hill, not the real deal. Not the real deal. I do not believe in this Saints team. They constantly let me down. I told you last week Patrick Mahomes was going to come into the Superdome and whoop our ass. I told you this, but you wanted to listen to Doom, who said, oh, no, Saints come back and win games. After a big loss, a, a trap game, we always come back and win. Not against the Chiefs. They're a Super Bowl team. We are not Saints fans. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Let's get ourselves mentally prepared now so when we lose in the Super Bowl, we're not upset. We're not saying I'm not upset. I've moved on to the NBA, baby. I'm ready for the Pelicans because I know we're going to lose in the playoffs, whether that's in the Super Bowl or in in the playoff games. Ian, am I wrong? Well, I think, uh, I think my, this game was my telling. Question to you, my question to you is how much stock do you put into Michael Thomas being out in this game? Because the, really the difference in the game, I mean, if you look at their stat lines, Patrick Mahomes wasn't that much better. He wasn't great. I mean, he was 26 for 47. This wasn't uh, a best. 254 uh, yards. So this he only wasn't had a best Patrick yards Mahomes than game. Breeze. That's the thing. Yeah, this and he, wasn't he took four best. sacks. Yep. And I don't think and only see, took the thing one is, I think if we met him in the Super Bowl, we're going to see Pat's best. I don't think we're going to see this in the Super Bowl. Like, you, I think you get one of these games against this guy. I don't think you're yeah, going to get I'm, multiple games like this against him. Well, so really the difference in the game is Patrick Mahomes has three touchdowns. Drew Brees has three touchdowns. And a pick. Mahomes only has 20 more yards. Brees has that pick, and that's the difference in the game. So if – really, you can't blame it all on Drew Brees. I mean, he's – <laughs> what more can you ask from the man? You know, he had a crappy game, guess, but he was missing his top weapon in Michael Thomas. So, well, is, I, are they going to look that much better come playoff time? Because they're saying Michael Thomas is going to be back for the first round of the playoffs. So if you give Michael Thomas back to Drew Brees, that's, a, you know, a high-powered top five receiver. Ian's in the coming with this rationale, giving these I'm just saying. Hope. I'm just saying it was a it was what a three point game and you're ready to throw the whole season. I'm away. ready. I am. We're not. You you just said yourself that the Chiefs are the best team in the league and you guys only lost by three in a game where Drew Brees debatably played like crap. Not his worst game, but definitely not his best game. Ian, how do you and they're missing Michael to, Thomas. How do you so respond? So I'm just saying, to, how much stock do you put into that? Do you think it doesn't matter? Let me let think, me. I, I'm going to respond to that with this. If you go back and look at the miracle, Minnesota Miracle season, the Rams season, and last year, Drew Brees in the regular season has shown statistics like this. In the regular season, it's a facade. We see things like this consistently. But for the past three years in the playoffs, his statistics have gone down incrementally each year. While regular season performance has gone up or stayed the same, which he has maintained this year in the playoffs, 
the statistics drop because the defenses shorten the field and they allow for they understand that he's going to throw the ball in the middle of the field and they stop guys like Michael Thomas. Now, the question is, does Emmanuel Sanders being there allow them to be like, oh, he might throw it deep when necessarily we don't believe it? That's a question we're going to have to see. But I'm going off of what I've normally seen in the regular season, the stuff like this from the Saints, and the drop-off we experience in the playoffs. We've experienced playoff drop-offs that have gotten worse each year since the Minnesota Miracle. That's why I don't think Michael Thomas adds that much of a difference. Fair enough. Wow, Justin, just, you like that. You, I was ready for it. I'm ready for these Saints excuses, bro. <laughs> I'm ready I'm for playing it. devil's advocate, honestly. I'm glad you I did mean, because Saints fans always looking for that hope. I'm not giving them no hope. We're not winning this year. If we win, you want to know what? If we win, I will come on this show and say, boy, was I wrong. I'll come on this show Say I was wrong. I might paint my face. I might do all kind of crazy shit. Wear a wig. I don't know. Whatever y'all want me to do, I'll do some weird-ass shit if the Saints win the Super Bowl. My goodness. Well, so then how far do you think the Saints make it? Because at this point, their first-round matchup would be against seven-seed Arizona. You think they win that game? I think they beat Arizona. Okay. And so then they'd potentially play who? What, like the winner of... Seattle and Tampa Bay. Yep. That's where I think start that's where I think things start getting dicey. You think so? I think things start getting dicey there, but I think that's a winnable game. Fair enough. And then they play. And then you in think the if they make it to the Green Bay game, you think they play Green Bay? I I would assume they play Green Bay. It, but see, I would think they would rather play Green Bay than the Rams. Because if the Rams make it, I think it's harder for them. The Rams just lost to the Jets today. That's so true. Are we putting a lot of stock in the Rams? <laughs> That's true. Like, it, and to, to be honest, their first round game is at Washington if things stand as they stand right now. And Washington doesn't blow it in the last two games and lose both games. Because if they win one of those games, Washington wins the NFC East, at least from what I understand. Yeah, no, so, 100%. Washington's going to make it. How, how did the Rams lose today? Oh, my God. They were the Rams today. I just don't understand. The Rams had a phenomenal season that just, what, two years ago, and they went to the Super Bowl. And then ever yep. since then, they've looked like an organization that's never played football before. Yeah, they look like they floundered. I just think the Rams' defense is tough to where I would rather play the, the, the Packers than the Rams. But now that I'm seeing this, yeah, they're going to play the Packers probably. And, you know, you never know what Aaron Rodgers. But, see, I, I, think, I think they can make it to the Super Bowl, 100%. I think the Saints are good enough to make it to the Super Bowl. I just don't think they're good enough to win it. Well, not if they got to play the Chiefs. Or the Bills. I think the Bills would beat our ass, too. You think so? Damn. 100%. I think the Bills would beat us, too. I, Steelers? I'm, no, I think we could beat the Steelers. I think uh, we, fair enough. I think we beat everybody but Bills and Chiefs. And I know Saints fans are going to be upset about that. You know, getting my mentions if you want. But... <laughs> That's just how I feel. All right, Ian, let's pick our games for next week, week 16. Uh, Ian, how's your fantasy looking late? Let's check real quick. Did you make it to the finals? Uh, I beat Schubert this week. You made it to I the finals? Schubert. Yeah, I believe so. Well, I mean, we have the two-week aggregate system, so this was just the first round, if you will. It was the yeah, second so week of the first round, so I'm, I'm beating Schubert by, I want to say, like 15, 20 points right now, but he doesn't have any players left, so... Ooh, Brooklyn whooped my ass. Jesus, Brooklyn beat, yeah. my, Brooklyn beat my 100 points. My God. I wasn't going to bring it up, but yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
Ian, I want you to whoop Brooklyn's ass, bro. I see. I don't know if I can do it. He put up 300 points on you this week. I don't know if I can match that. You put up 289? Yeah, I know, but that, you know, still, I think Brooklyn's got the best team in the league by far, and he's shown it all season. Fucking awesome. Because he killed me the one time we played. Auto drafting ass Brooklyn. <laughs> Gosh. But let's well, get out of it. We only have six people in the league. It's pretty easy. That's true. I thought I had a good team, man. Injuries fucked me. Yeah, you and, win some, you lose some. The and Ezekiel Elliott not being good. Too. So, you know. But all right, mm-hmm. let's pick our games for week 16. Um, let, This is where we pick the most interesting games for you guys to watch. I think we got. I think I'll start off with the Sunday night game: Titans versus Packers. Big implications for the AFC South. Big implications for trying to get the one seed in the NFC. Are the Packers the real deal? Are the Titans the real deal? I think I'm gonna go with the Packers to win this game on Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers prime time. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans win because Derrick Henry's trying to beat Eric Dickerson's record, and I believe he needed to get 154 or 157. One of those numbers each week, including this week, he fell 10 yards short at 147 this week. So he has to get 10 yards more in which in one of the following games. So he has to get 167 and 157. Or if it's 154, a little bit less. But you get the point. So I could see the Titans winning this because, you know, Derrick Henry's trying to will his way to that record, which would be crazy, a record people didn't think would win. However, I got the Packers winning. Ian, who you got winning in that Titans game? I don't know, man. That's tough, like you say. It just depends on how motivated uh, Derrick Henry the, the Titans, Titans are at that yeah. point. Yeah. So they could just, you know, kind of ease up a little bit and let the playoff seating falls where it falls, or they could, uh, you know, keep pushing. I think they'll keep pushing because – And because Derek the Ravens are on their ass. Because if they up. lose – if they lose and the Ravens win this week, then they're in that Miami-Ravens mixture, which they don't mm-hmm. want to be in. Yeah, so they don't want to They don't want to do anything to mess that up. So I, I think uh, – I don't know. I think it's going to be a close one. It just depends on uh, what Green Bay can do to stop that Tennessee run game. Because if if Derrick Henry gets going, it's over. I don't think – I just don't trust Green Bay's offense like I have in years past. It mm-hmm. looks a little shaky at times. It has. So they can come out and get smacked in the mouth by Tennessee. Then who knows, man. They, the Tennessee might pull it off. Um, All right. So I guess I'll pick Tennessee in that game. Word. Give us a game, Ian, that you think people should be watching next week, week 16. Um, I'm going to say the Colts and the Steelers. Ooh, um, okay. Cause that, so I think if the Steelers win their first matchup, which right now would be against the seventh seeded Dolphins, Steelers are the second seed. Um, they would play the winner of that Tennessee Indianapolis matchup. Um, so this could be a matchup that we very well see in a couple weeks in the playoffs anyway. Um, and that'll give us a, you know, a, just another look at the Colts really yeah. to see, how, how real they, they are. Because, man, yeah. I believe in the Colts, but it's just like, can Phillip Rivers move the ball? That's their problem. Because yeah. they have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just depends on uh, if that offense can get going. I mean, uh, Phillip Rivers is another one of those veteran quarterbacks who seem kind of shaky this year at just times old. to me. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, don't, don't, wait, don't compare him to Aaron. I'm okay if you compare no, him to no, Drew saying, and Tom. <laughs> like, that's the level he's been on. Not Aaron. Oh, Fair enough. But, I mean, we can't act like Aaron Rodgers this year has been like the Aaron Rodgers of even two years ago. Uh, he's, right, maybe he's definitely not. taken a little step back. He he's has, but it's not. the killer that he was. He's still the third best quarterback in the NFL. No, and I, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying this is not the same Aaron Rodgers that we're used to seeing. 
All right, fair enough. Out. He's he's a little bit more relaxed, I guess. Fair enough, but just don't compare Philip Rivers to him. He's on Tom Brady and Drew Brees' level. What are you disrespecting Philip Rivers now? Yeah, fact, yeah, facts. <laughs> Not Aaron Rodgers though. Aaron Rodgers third best quarterback in the league. Philip Rivers never been the third best quarterback in the league. Never. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's all I'm saying. But that is a good game. I'm interested to see who you got winning: Steelers or Colts. Uh, I'm gonna say the Colts. I'm gonna say the Colts come I'm out and surprise some people. Because again, you. I think the Steelers might be letting off the gas a little bit, and the Colts have a little bit more to play for. You know, Steelers they trying to, to heal up. Spot. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Colts are trying to get the number one spot. That's a big fact. I'm picking the Colts as well. All right, I think the only other interesting game this week, since Derek Carr is injured, is Rams Seahawks. Man, NFC West trying to can the Rams bounce back from that Jets loss? Seahawks, you got something to prove. You know, Sunday night. I, be, I mean, Sunday, 325, I, I believe that might be the CBS game, Tony Romo. So I'm excited. I think the Seahawks win. I'm, I'm, I'm behind Russ. Let Russ cook. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win. Would not be surprised. Just because I don't know which Ram teams we're going to get. Are we going to get Super Bowl Rams team? Or are we going to get the Rams team that lost to the Jets? <laughs> I'm leaning more towards the Ram team that lost to the Jets. Um but we'll see. I mean, again, it, uh, Seattle has looked shaky at times this season as well. So that one's kind of a toss up in my mind. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the final thing we should mention is that the NFC East is still very much up for grabs. True. Um, so Washington faces Carolina this week at home. Uh, Washington right now sits at fourth place in the NFC, um, you know, wild card games. Um, so if Washington, you know, craps the bed here, Dallas could still sneak into the playoffs in these final couple weeks. And Dallas plays at home against Wait, Philadelphia. Dallas? Dallas can yeah. sneak in? I believe they're yeah. in second place right now. What the Giants so, yeah, too? I, Washington, I think, would have to lose both of their final two games, and then Dallas would have to win uh at least one of their games or something like that. A lot of things would have to happen for Washington to um, fall out of the uh, seating here entirely. So okay. we'll see how it goes, but it's still up for grabs, you know. No, that's a game people should watch for sure. Check out Washington. I think they'll beat Carolina, but who knows? We shall see. All right, that's enough football talk. Let's jump to the NBA. All right, Justin, last week, me and Schubert were talking about our preseason teams, the teams we're liking. I'm going to tell you some of the teams we're feeling. I want to get your take on how you see the way, way too early playoff teams. So this is how me and Schubert were feeling. Where you want us to start, the East or the West? Oh, uh, West. The West. All right, let's start off with the West. Let me pull up NBA standings. All right, let's pull up NBA standings just so I can have a full, clear view of the conferences. Okay, number one, of course, Los Angeles Lakers. I think that's in no, I think that's no debate among this group. Los Angeles Lakers, when you add Dennis Schroeder, finally give them a point guard. You add Montrezl Harrell, you add that to that championship group. Anthony Davis is another year maturing, trying to get that MVP, trying to prove he's the best player on the Lakers. Lakers are tough. They're going to be hard to beat. Number one, obvious. Number two, this is where shit gets difficult. I think the Clippers, my gut says Clips because I don't want to bet against Kawhi and I do feel Doc Rivers and Paul George's relationship was strained last year because Paul George cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter. And so like they had that cold, they had that coaching issue. 
and we heard about some type of chemistry issue on all the smoke, and then Montrez Harrell wasn't getting along with Kawhi. You add Serge Ibaka, you get more somebody that Kawhi gels with, and you get a new coach in Ty Lue. I'm not betting against Kawhi. I got them two. And then at three, this is where me and Schubert started to disagree. I put Dallas at number three. I think Luka and a healthy Porzingis would have beat the Clippers last year. I think Luka and a healthy Porzingis would have beat Denver last year. I just feel Denver didn't do anything to add anything. Neither did Dallas, but Dallas is basically adding Porzingis again because he's healthy, which they didn't have in the playoffs. Denver is relying on Michael Porter Jr. Does he take another step? And is Bull Bowl worth playing? Like, are these young guys actually good? So I had Denver four. Next, I would go Phoenix five because of what Chris Paul did. And I think Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Aiden go shock people. Then I go Golden State six. Can't, can't knock out the chef. Can't be mad at the chef. The chef going to make the playoffs. Some way, somewhere, the chef's going to make the playoffs. Then I got Portland at seven because I think Dame and CJ going to make the playoffs. Oh, this is where shit gets really dicey. I got the Pelicans at eight. I got Utah at nine in the playing game. And the Rockets are the weird 10th seed because I don't know what's going on with James Harden. Is right. that off, Justin? Is that a bad list? And Ian, it's you can jump in here off. too. It's a little off. I would have the Jazz higher. Mm. I would have them at number four. Oh, okay. I think Denver has to be at number two. Denver got to be at two? Two, man. <laughs> I think Denver's got to be at number at least nine. Who? The, who? I, say, I say nine. Clippers? Clippers, nine. Nine? Yes. Maybe Justin, nine? nine. nine? Yeah. You got to tell us your list now. You got to go Justin, shoot the wait, whole wait, list Justin, off here. Justin, wait, wait. Justin, wait, wait, wait. I got to get the sound effects for this. Nine? Nine, nine. You wait, wait, Justin. N N I N E. The Clippers. Kawhi Leonard. Paul George. Nine. Yes. Explain, please. I'm. I'm. I'm I gotta play this, Bruh. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? like what? Nine. Nine, man. I just could. could Kawhi. He's. He's like that. He's great player, but. The rest of the team, man, I just don't believe in them after last season. I know they have a new, a new coach, but every else is, every, every, everybody else is getting better. Justin I think nine? Well, yeah. Okay, well, I got to hear the rest of your list. All right, so you got Lakers one, obviously. Denver two. Who's at three? Dallas at three. All right, I'm not mad at that. I like Dallas at three because uh, we're, we're both high on Dallas. Okay, who's at four? Utah. The Jazz. How can you put Utah at four and have the Clippers at nine? Utah's roster's not good. Donovan Mitchell is good. Kawhi! Did you not see what Donovan Mitchell did in the playoffs last year? Justin, Justin, we go just discredit a finals MVP? Two-time champion? The team, though, man. Like, Let me, I'm pulling up the rosters. The different players in the chemistry is going to be off. They, got, they have Paul Jars. Like, it's a different – I mean, Ty Lue is there. But it's a different team. It's a different team. Hold on. I'm pulling up the J Utah Jazz roster. In the, the, in the, the Clippers I roster. I think that the Jazz have better chemistry than, than, the, uh, than the Clippers do. 
All right, so the, he just signed a max contract. So the Clippers roster is Batum, Pat Bev, George, Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Kawhi, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, Lou Williams, Patrick Peterson, and Ivaka Zubac. I will say this. They need a point guard. I don't know if Reggie Jackson can be that point guard, but I like Luke Kennard and Ibaka and Batum on this team. That's great. Like, Justin, I think nine is harsh for the year. Uh, that's all right. I mean, I've said that you're high on Luke Kennard as a former, as a Pistons fan. <laughs> I'm high on a lot. And of Reggie Jackson, two <laughs> former Pistons guys. And I'm high on fresh. SBG. I'm high on a lot of former Pistons things in this. Yeah, episode. see, that's where I, that's where I think you're making your mistakes, Lyndon. <laughs> if All the right, Pistons me, have their name on it anywhere, just just go ahead and let me give it. you Utah's roster because this shit looks trash too. Bodan Bogdanovich, Shooter. Jordan Clarkson. Mike Conley, who who has not looked the same. Derek Favors, who didn't look good last year, but is coming back to Utah, so I, I get it. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Shaquille Harrison, Elijah Hughes, both who-who, Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, Jawan Morgan, George Niang, Royce O'Neal, my Oni. Who are half of these people, Justin? Did you not see what happened last season, man? They have Donovan Mitchell. That's who they had. Who'd you sign a max contract? I don't care if he signed a two max contract. You see what he did last season? Number four? This guy was uh, This is your list. You're right. But you're our basketball analyst, and you got the Clippers at ninth. I can't wait to bring this back up at the end of the season. But all right, Jazz at four. Who's five? Oh, Portland. Ooh, Portland at five. Why five? Pulling at five, I like I like Dame. I think he's just underrated, and I really feel like every year he comes with something to prove. All right, all right. Who's at six? Six the Warriors. Ah, okay. We we got the Warriors at the same spot. All right, bet. Warriors, Warriors. Yeah, I think Steph is gonna come back, ready to play. I agree. I agree. And I like I like I think Kelly Oubre and Williams yeah, are gonna shock people. Playing big. And I think Nico Mannion, the signing of him is gonna be pretty huge for. He's them. good. I'm into that guy. He's a shooter. Yeah, I like Nico Mannion. All right, so wait, what you got next? Seven. Pelicans and then Phoenix. Ooh, Justin got the Pels high. He oh, yeah. like, he loving the Pellies. We're going to talk about the Pellies in a little bit. Let's talk Phoenix. I think Phoenix, I think you got Phoenix too low, if I'm being honest. Yeah, okay, as, much, yeah. as much as I'm upset about your Clippers take, I think Phoenix is definitely better than Utah. What, what, Chris, Paul, what Chris Paul showed with OKC... When you just throw him with Devin, would you throw him with Devin Booker, Miles Bridges? I mean, not Miles Bridges, uh, Mikael Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson, Aiton, and what they did in Phoenix. That's a that's gotta be four or five. Yeah, I I can honestly I probably switch them with Golden State, mm. put them at six in Golden because Golden State is good, but they have Steph. But other than that, uh, that's true. That is it's up to a lot of ifs. A lot yeah, of a lot ifs of with ifs. Golden State. Yeah, so, so I would disrespectful to Draymond Green. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and let you guys do that. <laughs> Draymond, Draymond is not the same Draymond of old. And you know that deep nah, in your he's Michigan getting, Nah, he's getting old. Oh, God, he's Draymond, getting old. I'm sorry. <laughs> he knows. He knows. All right. Nah, so he's I'm, glad, I'm glad we're both high on, on Phoenix. And then you got the Pell 7, Golden State 8. Who you got in the play in nine and ten? So you got the Clippers nine? Ooh, nine. Oh, we still got um we still got the Grizzlies. 
I bro, am... you're not putting the you you're not the Clippers is nine. Who you got at ten? Grizzlies in. You got Grizzlies over Houston? Oh, Houston too. I can't leave the clip. Okay, 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 fine. All right, fine, fine. Grizzlies I'll, not making it this I'll, year. They they didn't I'll add shit. Grizzlies at nine, Rockets at ten. You took the Clippers out of the Clippers. Justin that <laughs> I'm taking the Clippers out. Rockets, yeah. Justin, how, bro? <laughs> how, the Grizzlies didn't add anything. The Grizzlies are legit running the same team back with Dylan Brooks taking 20 shots and missing 20 shots. What are you we talking they, about? John Morant? Have you Justin, not I'm not, how you, I, you keep saying these young dudes' names like Kawhi Leonard doesn't exist. I'm not letting you do that. What is wrong it's with you? It's not about that. It's about they have a different team. It's all about the chemistry. He's going to be so wrong. Justin's going to be so wrong. And hey, it's gonna I, be embarrassing. Ian, I've I've, I've been here before. I've Ian, been what you mean before. you've been here before? Cavaliers, <laughs> Cavaliers. You remember oh, that year? Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh who, my gosh! This final. is bad, Justin. This is bad. This is worse. To be than fair, the- to be fair, the Clippers went out in the first round last year. This is bad. So, so Ian, what you, right, how saying, do you have it, Ian? I'm just saying that. The Clippers went out in the first round last year. I'm not saying that they're nine necessarily, no, but I'm no. also not saying they're second top round, four. Right? So, huh? What did they go out in the second round? Yeah, they, yeah, they went out in the second round. round. They played Dallas first they, and lost to Denver. Yeah, they lost to Denver. They they won the first round. But but That's right, they, that they barely was. made out the first first round. So I, yeah, so I, and I, still a still an early exit for what they were supposed to do last season. Exactly. They were supposed to be the contender in the West to the Lakers. <laughs> was that for me or was that for the Clippers last season? That's just for that all of this. Way. That's for all of this. Bruh. I'm, like, ju- I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm saying you're really high on the Clippers. I'm saying based on the way they ended last season, I don't know if I need to be as high as you are on the Clippers. That's Justin got them out of the playoffs. That's I, I, it. That's- I don't know. All right, I don't Ian, know, Linda. Give us your West teams then. Let's hear how you have. You don't have to put them in order. Just give us the people you think are going to make the playoffs. The locks. My locks for the playoffs. All right, my locks for the playoffs are obviously the Lakers and the Mavericks. Um, they're both going to end up in the top three, no matter what, in my opinion. I'm with that. Um, I have no idea what's going on with the Rockets. So depending on where James Harden lands, that could change up a lot of teams situations immediately. Uh, oh, I don't think James Harden is coming back to the Rockets. So That's I what I'm think saying. they're, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I don't think we even need to talk about them if that happens. Um, I think uh, Phoenix is a lock for the playoffs. I'm with you. Um, and I think, Probably Denver is a lock for the playoffs. I'm with and you. then after that, it's kind of shaky. Do you not have the Clippers making the playoffs? Let's cut the bullshit. Do you not have them making the playoffs? It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they didn't. Oh it just God. depends on what's going on with that team, man. It depends on what's going on with the I locker room. Answer. I don't care how you I, can I, just I, discredit all of this. I I'm need... saying if they do make the playoffs, it'll be six or lower. Jesus Christ, these like, guys. I just don't think who do they, I just you, don't think you they keep really asking care. me who do they have? Like, like keep asking me. <laughs> no, the Clippers are a good the like Clippers they don't have Kawhi and Paul George. Like they don't have two stars. 
the Clippers are a good team on paper, but it's all about how much they care and how much their their locker room is coming together, man. If they got problems in the locker room, they're not going to win that many games because Kawhi is going to check out and he's just going to take his paycheck and, you know, go through the motions. I think they got a coach that they wanted. I think I think Jerry West and uh, Ballmer are going to, you know, they got the coach that they wanted and they just gave Paul George a new contract. You're talking about Max. Paul George said he feels a debt to p- bring L.A. the championship to the Clippers. I just think you're being disrespectful, Justin. That's what I believe. I'm being dis- disrespectful to Paul George. And, and look, I, no, I no, no, I don't. Wait, I don't think you're being disrespectful to Paul George. I think you're being disrespectful to Kawhi. That's who I think you're being disrespectful. I can sense that. I can definitely, definitely see that. It's just that. He's a great player, but it's a new team, and the guy who's who his Robin. I mean, <laughs> jeez, Justin like, came with the bullets today. I did, I did not expect this. Clippers out the playoffs. Jesus Christ, hail Mary, full of grace. My goodness. Okay, all right, Mother Effer, if you gonna come with that. You better not. You bet when I switch to the East, I better not hear no outlandish takes. That's all I'm gonna say. Let's get your East ranking. I'm gonna get you no, know, I gotta give you mine. So okay. me and Schubert didn't rank, we didn't have a one for this one. We just had tiers. So tier one is the people that are making the playoffs. Brooklyn, Bucks, Boston, Miami, Philly. Tier one. Tier two. So wait, let me let me count that out. Uh, Bucks, this, this five. Boston, Philly, Nets, uh, Miami, Miami. So that's five. Tier two, Wizards, Indiana. That's six, seven, and then like that's tier two, and then tier three is Toronto, uh, Atlanta. In Orlando for the play-in. Is that off? Let me see. Wait, Justin, let's get your rankings. If you have Atlanta five or higher, I'm kicking your ass. I'm letting you know now. If you have Atlanta five or higher, I'm kicking your ass. Because you got the Clippers out of the playoffs. But if you put Trey Young's non-defensive playing ass in the playoffs, we're going to have beef. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm okay. all ears. He's not okay. They they are five, right? All right. But who I have? So number one, I have Miami. All right. Crazy. You got him one. Why? Let me hear two. I know why. I know why. But I just don't know if they got better in the off season. They were already good. I think they're. I think they're as good. I think they're good. But I I think teams got better than them. Like. Brooklyn looks fucking great. <laughs> like Brooklyn looks great. Kevin Durant is in shape. And and Milwaukee, when you add Drew Holiday to 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 what Milwaukee got, that's something. That is something. I don't know what that that's some that's huge. I still don't think they have a closer, but that gives them something. Boston, I think. I could see why you maybe say Miami's better than Boston. I'm not mad at that. And Philly, I'm not mad at that. But I just think the Nets and the Bucks. I don't know. But let's finish up your list. Which, so you got Miami one. I have Miami. I have Boston two. Ooh, Boston two. Okay. Boston Boston at two. I got Milwaukee at three. 
Milwaukee over the Nets. Interesting. I got. Uh, I have the net. I have. Yeah, I have. Uh, about, wait. Yeah. Milwaukee three. So what you got? Brooklyn four. No, not not. I have Toronto at four. How you got Toronto above Brooklyn, bro? Because like I'm a big team guy, man. I really feel like they'll be rocky. Like the I, Nets, I don't think Toronto has anything though this year. They don't, but they're always good. They always find a way to 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 be high in the, high in the standings. Like they lost, they lost some big pieces. Like losing Gasol, losing uh, Ibaka, losing these big key roles that were big points. I don't know if Alex Lynn, Aaron Baines, and DeAndre Bembry get them points done. I don't know if they do. Like all they have is Pascal, Kyle, and Fred VanVleet. I don't know if that gets that done. I think it does. They like I said, they always find a way to just be up there in the standings. You never know how, but they always do. All right. So you got you got number one Miami, number two Boston, number three Milwaukee, number four, the Raptors. And Who's then number five? five. And then number and then five Brooklyn. All right. The Brooklyn disrespect went on for too long. Kate, you gotta admit, Katie and Kyrie looked great in the in the preseason. Oh yeah, definitely. But I just think like it's, it may be like a slow start for them, and All I right. think they'll they'll find it like late in the season. Okay. Oh, these haven't... are just your rankings. We don't. Yeah. This is not who you. All right. Bet. 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 My rankings. Bet. 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 Now we didn't say who's gonna win the championship. Bet. Bet. Okay. Uh, okay. Who's coming okay. out of these? Now okay. it may be different. Okay. I thought you was being disrespectful. All right. Glad we yeah. got that cleared up. All right. Who's at six? This yeah, is where six, six gets have, disrespectful. Um, Six and a half, seven, 76ers. All right, all right. You doing well. You doing well so far. Seven in Indiana. Doing well. Still doing well. Eight. Let's see if you keep this going. Atlanta. How you got Atlanta over Russ and B- B- Pat B- over Bradley Beal, bro? <sighs> How you got Atlanta over Russ and Brad? That's a good one. That's a good one. You know it's not. You know it's not. Okay. All right, fine. Okay, I'll kick. Okay, fine. Washington at eight. Thank you. All I'll right. get you that. Washington and Atlanta at, at nine, playing game. Atlanta at nine. Atlanta All right. Nine. Now that's that's reasonable because Trey got to prove it to us. Ice Trey got to prove it, and he right. he he relying heavily on Bogdan Bogdanovich. He need Bogey to be the real deal. He needs everybody to step up. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's, he's he's doing his he's doing what he needs to do. And he got to play defense. It's time to play defense. I mean, that's debatable. Really, everybody in the NBA can really be better at defense. They, he's the worst. He's one I of the worst. He could be better, but we can he's say He's one about, of the worst. We, we can say about no, Harden is the worst. About James Harden. No, Trey Young worse than Harden. Trey Young is worse than Harden. That's a fact. Trey Young. And just go watch, go Google James Harden not playing defense. Google and it's going to be hours worth of content. It's going to be I, games worth of content. Trey Young is the same way. They, defense is called, they call plays against him. They call plays to ISO Trey Young every time because yeah, he can't play defense. They've been on Trey Young since he got drafted. <laughs> they've been hating on him since he entered the league. He, I, 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 I literally can't win with, with Trey Young. I just can't. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm a, I told you I'm apologize when he win. He don't win. It's it's not my fault my guy been winning. It's not my fault you got my guy ranked third in the West. It's not my fault. It's not my fault they made the they made the wrong decision. It's not my fault you didn't see that the white guy playing in the second best pro league 
for, since he was 15 as an MVP was better than some dude shooting threes who don't play no defense. It's not my fault. It's not my fault you didn't see the once-in-generation talent in Mr. Doncic. It's not my fault. Not I can't you. argue that. Because yeah, exactly. I really didn't see him play. I really was just thinking exactly. he was an overseas player. Justin, but. remember? He know who was on the bandwagon early. I was, I was there. Flag planted. I came on this pod and said, Luka Doncic is going to be a transcendent player. Trey Young bust. I said Trey Young was gonna be a bust, which was a mistake. I will say that he's not a bust. He has his own shoe deal now. <laughs> does uh, Luca have a shoe deal? Yeah, he got a shoe deal with Jordan, nigga. Take it back. Hey, hold on. They did not. Does he like his own shoe? Yeah, he got a shoe deal with Jordan. I'm telling you, him and Zion. They the two faces of Jordan. Now. Him, Zion, and Jason Tatum. Swear to God. Look it up. Okay. I Jordan. see. Okay. Normally I get alert about shoe shoe deals or something like I ain't get one about Luca. Check it out. Google I know, it. I see one about Trey Young though. Google it. Google it. I'm telling you, my guy is gonna be the face of the league internationally. Gonna bring the Mavericks a title. Atlanta never gonna sniff an Eastern Conference Finals with Trey Young. Not gonna sniff one. But uh Ian, give us your rankings of the East. You could do tiers, you could do numbers, just however you feel it. Man, see, and the so going, I don't know, man. I'm I'm saying Brooklyn's number one, obviously. That's I think how Justin's got them far too low. I think, but Kevin I do understand. Is, let me say this: I do understand how he did it. I understand how he's saying they're gonna start slow, and then hit the playoffs. They're gonna be the best team. I understand that, but I disagree with it. But I get Kevin I get Durant is not looking slow. Yeah, he's not. Kevin he's Durant is not looking like he wants to ease into anything right now. He's he looking like, he like he's. Ball. Missed it a lot of time and is ready to get back and prove that he's still the best in his player mind, in the, the best player in the league. Yep. Facts. So, and I think I think that's going to be all about how his relationship with Kyrie Irving works. And Ooh. I think Kevin Durant is much more of a defer guy than Kyrie is. So I think he'll let Kyrie, you know, kind of run the show in the regular season. I agree with that. In the regular season, I think that, come yeah, playoffs. Kevin Durant's taking over. But I had a question I asked uh, Brooklyn and Doom earlier. How long until Kevin Durant has enough of Kyrie? How long y'all giving it? Oh, see, I don't think it's this year. I think think this this year year? they'll... Yeah, I think this year they'll at least make it to the end of the season. I think if it happens this year, something bad happens. I think if if it happens this year, something bad has to happen. But I'm with you. I think it's going to be next year or the year after. I actually think KD going to get along with Kyrie. I think he figured him out. Just, like, tune his ass out. That's what I'm saying. I think... He just lets him have his way long enough and everything will, you know, kind of simmer down. Justin, when you think it's ending, are you think are you think it's gonna be okay? I don't think it never ends. I don't think I mean, I think if Durant if Durant put up with what Westbrook, mm. I think he can put but up see, with Kyrie Irving. But see, that's what Doom said, but I said the Westbrook shit was on the court. Westbrook was cool off the court. Kyrie's problem is off the court. Not on the court. No, because like both of them don't want to talk. Talk. They both hate talking to to media. That's true. Durant's been in some. You know, they've talked about him. Not he. He's had some. You know, back and forth with media. Kyrie also does too. So I think they're pretty similar. Yeah, I do think they're gonna be fine. I was just joking earlier with the same. Durant doesn't really beef with anybody. He just plays. He just goes out there and gets buckets. All right, Ian. So you got Brooklyn at one. What you got next? Um, man, it, you see, it kind of even starts to get dicey from here. I'm going to say Milwaukee at two, okay. uh, Miami at three. Okay. Um, just cause I think with the Drew holiday edition, it gives I think them it's huge. that, 
It gives them yeah, something. I think it gives them that point presence that they need to kind of take the pressure off Giannis to just be Superman all the time. And take it um, off of uh, more so Middleton. Middleton needs some pressure off his back. Bad. That too, yeah. It gives them another option. You know, it gives them one more person to be able to effectively run the offense through. Um, and I think that really opens up the floor a lot for everybody else on the team. Um, so I like that addition a lot. We'll see how it goes in actuality, but on paper, they're looking good. Uh, Miami at three. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, from here, I think it's Boston at four. Yeah. Um, the Wizards, I would say, at five, maybe. Ooh, you put them high up there. Uh, you uh, see, I'm high on I'm high on that because Russ and uh, Brad. Russ and Brad look like players. they've been getting along. They look like they've been getting along a lot, and I hear Avdi is the real deal. Like, I think if that mm-hmm. team's gonna be five, it's gonna be because of like Avdia being like a really great rookie to be a third option to Russ and Brad. And I just think mm-hmm. Brad's happy that he finally has a teammate that'll be there, unlike Wall. Like, I like Russ not exactly, missing no time. Yeah. Yeah, if they can stay healthy and, you know, they get along like they, it seems like they have been at least here in the preseason, then I think they'll make some noise in the East. Interesting. Um, I'm not mad at you having them that high, but now I'm interested at the rest of your list. So you got them at five. So I guess then six would be Philly. Okay. Um, Seven. Let's see. Man, I don't know. I would say, see, I think the one team that we're kind of forgetting here is Charlotte. And I don't know where they fall at the end of the year. You're but like the mellow Schubert. ball is looking good. Schubert says Charlotte's like the dark horse. I don't think... Uh, they are. I mean, again, there's a lot of basketball to be played, yeah. and it's only the preseason, so I don't know how seriously... And Gordon Hayward's there, too. Games, That's but, the thing. Yeah. You know, they got a lot of athlete, young athletic players on that team. <laughs> so at that point for them, it's all about cohesion. But you got um, them over Indiana... And no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I still don't think they make the playoffs this year. I think they're one, maybe two more years out. Okay. If, you know, depending on the pieces that they add and then the mellow looks good. Indiana. I can't even yeah. lie. Um, but I would say, I guess Indiana at seven and then probably Atlanta at eight. All right. All right. You had Washington higher than I thought. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. All right. Let's talk, Justin. Let's talk Pels real quick. Then we're going to do some picks. We're going to talk some other teams. Man, I'm really liking the Pels. The preseason, they look good. They looked like they knew what they were doing. Like Stan Van Gundy looks like he made a difference already in this team. Zion dropping 30 something in the, in the preseason. Zion looking like a monster. Am I too hype on them? Justin, I said at highest, I think at, at their height. If the if the this season was the best possible outcome, they'd be sixth, a sixth seed. I think at their worst, they're a tenth seed still in the playoffs. I think they're no they're no lower than a tenth seed just because Brandon Ingram, I think, is gonna be great. I think Zion's gonna have like a breakout year. I think Lonzo's a most a most improved candidate because him last night against Milwaukee dropping 19, 7 and 7. If that's what he he said, he's trying to drop a triple double every game. If the big three is doing that, it's gonna be hard to beat him. And then Adams is a top five center in the league, which Doom made me realize, didn't realize that. Like, I always go Jokic, Embiid, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, Adams, top five center. Then you got Bledsoe, one of the best defensive guards. This Pels team, I think it's being slept on. Even though it has eight, 18 nationally tele, televised games, ESPN, but I don't think they're doing that because they believe they're going to win. I think they're doing that because of the hype of Zion. But I believe they're going to win. And you have every right, right so to think that. Like, they added a great coach. 
They did. You know, this guy, he Sorry, has, Ian. Uh, you know, <laughs> being in playoffs with that Atlanta Magic team, uh, with the Miami Heat, Dwayne Wade. So he knows how to coach superstars because those guys were superstars. The, uh, JJ Reddick said he's the best coach he ever had, better than Coach K. Right, right. I'm, oh, yeah, that is. What's up, Ian? I'm sorry. See, did he mean the best coach I've ever had, as in literally every coach I've ever had? Or yeah. That's what he said. Coach. He said but best that's coach. That's what he said, but what was the context? Yeah. I thought the context was best coach ever. I don't know I mean, if he stopped yeah, and thought yeah, about it. He would smart. say yes. Uh, you know, if they I'm asked just, him, oh, so you mean Coach K, too? If he would have said yes still. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, Stan in the Pistons was too worried about GMing. Stand at the at the Pelicans is like staying in Orlando, just worrying about coach. And I think we've seen it because Stan's just looking calm. The players are reacting well. We playing better defense. I don't know. Yeah, but does he does he still have it, or is he more like a Jim Harbaugh at this point, who's kind of fizzled mm. out? Don't do that to me, Ian. Don't do that. He's not gonna fizzle out. We gonna have a good year. I gotta throw the Jim Harbaugh shade though. I know, I know. But uh, Justin, yeah. <laughs> so how you feeling about the Pellies? You got them in the playoffs. Yeah, they have the players to win. And I think that's where it starts with. The coach is also, you know, a major key factor. And I think they have the right, right coach. He has a background. And even when you just hear Stan Van Gundy talk, you know, when you watch the games from uh, the, the bubble. He has he, an idea. He, he knows. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they have the players to win. They have a young team. And I think that the future is very bright for them. Super I think they could have made a run last year. But they, I think they just came unprepared. They just looked off. And like the this, uh, this, this preseason, now that we know that Zion could, they're letting Zion just go. I like I, I said this before. I told you guys. I think he's the next big thing. Oh yeah, think, he's the he's I the think, next best player in the league. I'm with it. I'm. I think we got it. Look, as much as I love Luca, as much as I love Luca, as much as you love Trey Young, it's just something about that big fella. He, he's just special. Like, yeah. Justin, I was watching him get to the line against Milwaukee. It was with ease. He was getting to the paint with ease. Like, uh-uh, to the hole already. And I was like, how is this big dude moving that fast, bro? Right, like, exactly. Uh-uh. That's just explosive. Hit him with the, and then he hit you with the, uh-uh, you think you're going to the hole and then you just stop, pull up that little in-the-paint left-hand jumper. Switch. Right. It was balling. He had around him too to help him. He had Steven Adams to help him down low. You got Brandon Ingram the outside. To do the, Brandon Ingram the killer, the fourth quarter killer, clutch time. And that's the thing, Zion don't ever have to shoot the last second shot. It's always going to be I. Uh, Mid range killer. He got the best yeah. dynamic partner in Lonzo throwing lobs, getting him to the paint, getting him to where he needs to go. I think this is the best situation for Zion, and Zion's going to succeed. For sure. He's definitely talented and he has the right and it's not he's just talented. He has the right pieces around him. Yep. One hundred percent. That's most important. He's in the right situation. He has the uh, a good young team around him with some vets like Steven Adams, Bledsoe. He has some vets around him with a experienced coach. Yep. So I'm a, I'm excited for the Pels. I'm super excited. I'm excited to see the Suns, man. The Suns is that team that like I just want to see play because Chris Paul really impressed me last year with OKC. He really did. And I just feel Devin Booker and that Suns team. I think they're going to make a run. I think they're going to make a run. Ian, how are you feeling about the Suns? I like the Suns. Um, I, you know, I, again, I have those as one of my locks for the West. Um, I think they're going to end up in the top five. I'm pretty confident too. in that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I have no idea what their schedule looks like as far as favorable schedules go. 
Um, but like you say, they got a lot of, you know, young athletic guys. And then to add a veteran presence like Chris Paul is just invaluable. It's huge. Um, so I expect them to, you know, make a big run. Um, we'll see what their matchups look like in the playoffs, but um, I'm confident that they could go, you know, second, maybe Western Conference Finals even. Ooh, um, that's so hot. Again, it depends on the matchups, but we'll, um, they could get there for sure. I don't think they beat the Lakers if they get there. Um, I also don't think they would beat the Mavericks necessarily. That one would be a little bit closer in the series, but um, <laughs> and then Kristaps Porzingis needs to, you know, be figure there. his, you know, help he has out. To be there, yeah, um, yeah. All right, let's. But pick some- I, I want to ask you, as a Pelicans fan, do you Go feel ahead. like right now at the beginning of the season, after having seen just a few preseason games, do you feel like? The Pelicans have the better of the Ball brothers, or are you Ooh. regretting that you don't have Lamelo? That's a good question. I don't regret that I have Lonzo because I feel like Lonzo's the perfect player for this team. Because I feel as great as Lamelo is, Lamelo needs to. It needs to be the Lamelo show. It needs to be his show. He has to be the person in charge, and I feel. With Zion and Brandon Ingram, we have the perfect ball brother to get them the ball, but he'll still drop 19, 7, and 7. Like, let's, like, I think Lonzo's going to show that his brother may be good, but Lonzo's still good, too. I think they're both all-star talents. I just think they're two different style of all-star talents. I think Lonzo's Jason Kidd, whereas LaMelo is, like, AI-esque Steph like, I don't want to, like, he's that type of, I'm going to say Stefan Marbury S right now, just because I don't want to give him AI. But you get what I mean when I say Stefan Marbury in, in uh, Minnesota, where he's coming, dropping 25, and I and could get 10 assists easy and be one of the best young point guards in the league. So mm-hmm. that's how yeah, I'm Yeah, Lonzo is more of a pass first, shoot Great way defender. later kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. And Whereas his shots got way better this attack year. attack first kind of guy. And the thing is, Steph, Stan Van Gunnish making Lonzo attack, and we saw in the game where he had 19, when he attacks, Lonzo's really good. So, like, all Lonzo has to do is not be afraid of, to attack and to have confidence in his jumper, and he can get you 15 to 20 points a game. And we saw that. So, I, I don't think we I, – I think it's too early to say we have the worst ball brother the, – uh, the worst of the two ball brothers, but I think they're both going to be great in their own right. But – Justin, what you seeing from Lamelo? Lamelo's shocking people, bro. Lamelo's looking good. I said he was the. I mean, you you asked me a while a while back, who's my favorite player? I said Lamelo Ball, rookie of the year already. He's just he's just so comfortable. He's comfortable where he's at. He's been yep. wanting to be there. He's been playing against pros in the uh, Drew League in California. He's been playing. He's been wanting to be around pros. You know what I mean? Now he's finally gotten that, and he looks comfortable. He does. He looks very comfortable. He looks like he belongs, and that's a big thing. Whereas I, when I want to see Wiseman, does Wiseman look like he belongs? Like, even Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards has been looking like he belongs, too. Yeah. Like, he been getting, he deed up Luca, crossed him up, shot a three. Like, Anthony Edwards has been looking like he belongs. But Melo, Melo looks super, super comfortable. Also, RJ Hampton's been looking good, too. And that shows, like, people who've been playing pro. I wonder, have you, have you watched Killian Hayes yet? I've seen a little bit of him, but... Uh, Avdia's like, been looking good, too, because Avdia played pro, too, and that's why I'm saying, yeah, like, RJ, Melo, Avdia, I'm interested to see if Killian's been looking good. Ian, been, that's your uh, team. He's been doing all right. 
I see him play a couple of games. I still think he's still trying to find his game. I see him shooting a lot of shots, and that's not really his game. He's more of a passer, but mm, Ian, you don't look too happy. Not many people on the Pistons for him to pass it to. So, mm. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we got Blake Griffin, but all, got seven all of our money men. right now is still locked up in Blake Griffin's contract and other big men. Y'all got seven, just, Justin. Y'all, I mean, Ian, y'all have Jeremy Grant, Blake Griffin, Mason Plumley, uh, Jaleel Okafor, Isaiah Stewart. Y'all got so many big Seiko Dumbuya. Y'all, Ian, what is this roster, bro? Ask, ask the Pistons, man. I don't know. Milicic, Josh I'm Jackson, so down. Sadiq Bay. Like, y'all are a really weirdly constructed team. No. I'm so down on all of Detroit sports right now. Like, the, the Tigers are trash and have been for a while. The Lions are trash and have been for literally forever. The Pistons, the Pistons have been trash since, so like, 07, 08, yeah. when they made their last title run. I think they lost to uh, – I don't even remember who it was now. But And then the Red Wings are down, too. You know, they had a – the longest active playoff streak of like any professional sport. And then they stopped making the playoffs too. And now they're rebuilding. So just not a, not a good time to be a Detroit sports fan in general. And the Pistons are probably the lowest of the low. Dang. Yeah. Y'all are pretty yeah, bad. Man, even worse than the lions. Cause at least the lions, you know, win a few games here and there. I'm yeah. not expecting much from the Pistons this year. Y'all need Killian Hayes to prove that he's the guy. And I believe in him, but y'all need to give him some help. You was about to say something about Sadiq Bey, huh, Justin? No, I was going to actually say I, I like him, though. I do. But I want to give give a shout-out to Schubert. Why are you giving a shout-out to Schubert? The Knicks? The Knicks are going to be. They got oh, some players. The Knicks? Who the Knicks got, Justin? think Toppin is going to come and turn things Obi around? Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly. Like those guys, you mean we can play? Obi Toppin can play. Justin, you you come and tell me about Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin. I'm trying to tell, look, man. They they may be a surprise of this year. Seriously, like the Knicks. Oh man, shout out Schubert. This Justin has the Clippers not making the playoffs, and shout out Schubert for the Knicks. What you a think crazy the Knicks make the playoffs. <laughs> No, no, he's not saying that. No. <laughs> he ain't crazy no. enough to say that. Right, Justin, who's your MVP pick? Give me it. We're gonna do we're gonna do MVP pick and we're gonna pick Christmas Day games. Who you got making the MVP this year? Luca. Who you got making the MVP this year, uh Ian? Oh man, that's tough. I think I think the top three will be Luca, uh Giannis, and probably KD. Schubert, Schubert picked KD to win it. I, I got Luca. Rookie of the year, we all got LaMelo. That's easy. Yeah, I got LaMelo. Um, and that's all the, that's all we really matter. I'm, I'm not picking defensive player of the year or coach of the year. But all right, <laughs> yeah. let's let's pick uh let's pick Christmas Day games. All right, I'm gonna start off Pelicans Heat. I got the Pellies winning on Christmas, baby. I'm buying into all the Kool-Aid. I don't care that the Heat were in the NBA finals. I don't care. Jimmy Butler this. Jimmy Butler that Zion come and show he the one of the best young players in the league. It's over with. It's over with. Pels winning. Justin, who you got winning? Pels Heat. Pels. That's what's up. Ian, who you got winning? The Heat? You gonna be di- No, I'm taking the Heat. I'm taking I know, the heat. I know you're taking the Heat. All right. Warriors, Bucks. I got the Bucks winning. Sorry, Steph. Warriors. Ooh, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the Warriors year for me. It's it's the Bucks. Yeah, I got the Bucks. Nets Celtics. Kyrie returning to Boston. Nets. Yeah, I got the Nets. I got the Nets. I got I'm the going Nets. Nets. 
All right, Mavericks, Lakers. Ooh, this is the primetime Christmas night game, 7 o'clock. I got the Lakers. I got the, as much as I don't want to pick the Lakers, Luca would have to do some real Christmas Day magic. I got the Lakers. I think AD about to put on a show. As much as I hate that unibrow MFR, I think he about to put on a show. And that's why I got the Mavericks. What? Christmas Day is a magical day. Luca is a magical player. Dang, got you got the math. Got See, the Justin, math. I thought you was, I thought you was picking, I just thought your weird picks were interesting. Now I know your pick's not smart because there's no way the Mavs <laughs> win it on Christmas Day. Same, man. You pick it against LeBron and AD, but LeBron might LeBron not play though. been doing this for years. He's not worried about a Christmas game. It's like another right. game for You right. Oh, Justin. All right, you might have converted me. I'm Mavs. You right, Justin. You right. I'm Mavs. <laughs> I agree with you in this one. LeBron don't care. The Mavs. Ian, who you got? Look at how easy it is to flip Lyndon's picks. Just that Luka one. Fan, I'm a Luca fan. Yeah, just that one. It's just that one. Yeah, you, wanted just, you wanted to pick the Mavericks anyway? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm going to go with the Lakers, man. I don't think... Uh, I'm not mad at I think I, as much as I could see LeBron coming out and being like, yeah, nah. I could also see him totally being like, being yeah, like, nah. Christmas, Christmas. I'm about to bust day. Luka ass. I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to show out. So yeah. I'm I'm going with the Lakers on this one. I think they just got too many weapons. I'm not mad at that. In the final game, the team Justin doesn't have making the playoffs versus the Nuggets, the Clippers. I got the Clippers winning. I'm sticking to my guns. Kawhi going to show your ass on Christmas, Justin. Okay. okay. And Paul. Paul going to drop 20. Paul, well, dro- Paul George dropping 25 on Christmas night. Book it. Book I it. I love to see that. Book it. But hey, Denver, they got some bad boys in that team. They do, but they everybody but, can play. But the thing is, is Michael Porter Jr. gonna show up, or is it just gonna be Jamal Murray and Jokic? That's the problem with them. I don't know if Michael Porter the real deal. I Did don't. You not see he dunked on Montrose Harold. I don't know if I don't know if Bobo the real deal. I gotta wait and see. No, Bobo is a real deal. We gonna see Christmas <laughs> Day. You got the Nuggets? Just pick. You got the Nuggets? Oh yeah, you got the Nuggets for sure. Ian, who you got? Let's see. See, I think, uh, you know, like Justin was saying with the the Nets maybe getting off to a slow start, I could see the Clippers being that team to get off to a slow start, which is why I had them down in my in my final, you know, standings for the playoffs. Uh, I think the Nuggets get it done. Shame, shame, shame. We shall see. All right. Me and Justin got the Pels. Ian got the Heat. Me and Ian have the Bucks. Justin has the Warriors. All of us have the Nets. Uh, me and Justin have the Mavs. Ian has the Lakers. And I have the Clippers. Ian and Justin have the Nuggets. Thank you, fellas. This is NBA. We will be, Justin, you will be back next week. Ian, we'll see you on Run It Back very soon. We got to pick our movie, too, by the way. We'll talk about that very soon. And we'll get you back on here talking with me, Schubert, and Justin. But, Justin, we'll see you next week, brother. After uh, these Christmas Day games, we got to break it down. I hope the Clippers bust the Nuggets ass just so I can get on you. I can't wait to tell Schubert you don't think the Clippers are making the playoffs. I can't wait to see his face. But all awesome. right. Also tell him that I said that his Knicks are going to be good. Oh, we're going to tell him next week? We're going to tell him? But uh, um, all right, Justin, tell the people where they can find you on social media. Yeah, to, so come, to come get at your ass because you said the Clippers not making the playoffs. Get in his mentions. Hey, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. I'll debate anybody. But he's <laughs> just shaking his head. Jesus yeah, my uh, handle name is Justin at T's 22 all social media platforms. And you, you, everyone can find me on uh, my blog site, tradesandlays.com. Uh, it's preseason right now, so haven't re- haven't been really writing too much. Once the season kicks off, I'll start uh, doing more games and write, writing about more, more players. But yeah, tradesandlays.com blog site and my ad name is Justin Matisse twenty two. 
I'm on all so- social media platforms, except for TikTok. You know, I'm not on TikTok. Uh, what's that, some new ones they have now? Bro, you're not on any of those things. Just go follow this guy on Twitter. Yeah, on, yeah Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, simple ones. Snapchat, those. Oh, my God. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> get on with yourself. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all go follow Justin, man. Get on his ass about these Clippers takes. Ian, tell the people where they can find you on social media. All right, you can find me on Twitter at IanBWT. You can drop some new sound effect ideas for Lyndon since he's worn out the bra button on this bro, episode. No, bro. That's one of the best. I even <laughs> I even had one. Who, who was I talking about? Uh, oh, no. The, Lil Wayne sold the Young Money catalog for $100 million, and I said he got oh my God. F out. But, he, I, but wait, he, he didn't sell his catalog. He sold Take Care, The Pink Print, Roman's he sold all of Nicki and Drake's album for a hundred million dollars. What is okay? So, what what Drake albums are these? Is this one through four? So, that'd be it's all of um, them, it's all of them, all of them, except all of them. He was off all of them up until Scorpio, up until Scorpio. He's out of the deal now. After uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Mm -mm. Views counts too, everything after views. Lil Wayne sold all of that for a hundred million dollars, plus all of Nicki's first three albums. The best one. Well, whoever bought that is just Universal. laughing their way to the bank. Laughing at him. Oh, my that, God, man. That's why I had to use the Chris Tucker, <laughs> you got knocked the... Wait. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my, Give me my goddamn money. money. <laughs> that's what we had to say to Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Justin Tate gonna be with. Bro, I can't wait till the end of the season to come back at your ass when the Clippers are not <laughs> in the playoffs. Like, you have them not in the play. That's crazy. Uh, I digress. No, Pre-season. This preseason, I know. I know. We know mid-season. We're gonna do a mid-season breakdown, but I'm gonna get on your ass All-star on mid-season. Yeah, uh, all-star break. But the fact that you believe, no, I'm not gonna say anything. Don't even say it. Just, just we're gonna see. <laughs> all right, y'all go follow Ian BWT. Tell them where else, Ian, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ian Hawley12. Uh, and then from there, you can find my music. I got the link in the description. It's probably just easier to say it that way. Uh, yeah, um, come come give us some more uh, opinions. You know, tell us if we were whack. Um, I'm sure I'm going to be getting some flack for some of my NFL takes, so I don't know. Nah, you weren't bad this week, Ian. You weren't bad. You didn't have the outrageous takes. It was Justin this week. They're going to get on his ass. But, all right, yeah, y'all go follow Ian. Y'all go follow Justin. Y'all can come follow me at LinBWT, Father Bros Who Think, at Bros Who Think. Uh, be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talking Bros Who Binge. There's going to be a new Anime Talk this week. There's going to be a new Run It Back this week. We're reviewing Akira. That'll be out. And then that means we'll have another Run It Back with me, Ian, and Schubert coming up very soon. So be on the lookout for that. You can subscribe to the YouTube to find all the content that's dropping. But for Schubert, I mean, sorry, for Justin, for Ian, for Louis Prejean, yeah. for Doom, for Brooklyn. My name is Lyndon. You guys have a great Peace one. We will talk up. to you next week. Until Can't then, have up. a good one. Peace. Yeah. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like Mihawk. Blue strip with hundreds, yeah, my pockets finna seawalk. Talking crazy out the side your heads and say you take it off. In traffic with the cutter, getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I gotta plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a hundred band jugging and went fuck it off. My dog wouldn't get no fucking mud around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas lives, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Julio on fire, they won't smoke, then I'm a lighter nigga. Heard he got that work, I pull up on him and retire a nigga. Walk a nigga down with his bitch, I'm Michael Myers, niggas. Said he wanted beef, why you put up with some sliders, nigga? Yeah, Crystal Burger. You official price shooter, that's a toy burner. Keep your girl from rhyming unless you want a bent over. It's turned up.
Upside down, bitches turned over. Three five in the wood, I am not sober. On the beat, I make magic like it's black over. Step inside the building, all they smell is gas.